everyone, and welcome back to the Suspense is Killing Us podcast. It's me, Kevin Clark. Travis Boat. Matt Lynch, hi. Here we are. How do you do? How are you? Oh, it's been a good week. It's been, <laughs> it's been pretty uh, interesting. I think it's been pretty dull. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We should, we should, no more disagreeing. It's time for unity. It's not time for punishment. Yeah, we don't need to divide this country over yeah. an insurrection. Well, just, oh, just like no, a little no. insurrection. It's time, it's time for healing. It's <laughs> Let's time come for healing. together right now. Yes. By the time people are listening to this, too, who knows what who knows kind of, what kind who knows of, what kind of shit's going to happen. Unity has happened. Oh, I was going to say what kind of unity has Presumably uh, by the time people are listening to this, there should be a new president. Right. But, uh... There w- I, let's just say I hope you can listen to this, yeah. and uh, there aren't <laughs> well, like androids we're not on, running we're around not on, scarring the earth. We haven't. We not. We're not on parlor, and we haven't been banned on not Twitter. Yet. So you should be able to listen to this, uh, unless unless Big Tech tries to censor us again. Yeah, I want to. Big Tech has always tried to censor us. Oh, Big Tech! Always with the Big Tech. <laughs> Fucking Big Tech. Always man. Big Tech saying I can't say stupid shit on their private platform. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I have not hemorrhaged followers on Twitter, no, so I'm, I, no, must, I, I must be doing something any. wrong. I love it. These guys are going like, <laughs> I said that it was fine that they stormed the Capitol, and then I lost 4,000 followers. That's censorship. I'm like, uh, what, uh, what? Everybody mad at me just because I encouraged one little fucking coup, yeah. one actual insurrection that you know, really happened. And cost lives. And people died. I saw Sarah Huckabee Sanders on Twitter, some, something on there today, going like, I've lost 50,000 followers. And I was like, you had 50,000 followers? Right. I hate this. <laughs> country yeah. i fucking hate those, it those have to have been mostly bots i think they're mostly yeah maybe like a lot of like fascist yeah, bots and probably. stuff but sure plenty of actual ones too but i it was just that, love that you was sarah the- uckabate sanders <laughs> <laughs> get off of twitter robot sorry uh historical figure sarah huckabee sanders everybody oh, jesus christ yeah Ugh. well kaylee yeah. Mc- kaylee mckinney yep uh, kaylee mckinney the-, <laughs> the liar man all of the other ones whose names I've forgotten. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's Donald her, Trump. What's her name? Was that, one of uh, Kellyanne Conway was like on Twitter going like, uh, like, like talking like that, being like, "This is this is bad. What happened?" Yeah, you're yeah, like, "Fuck like you, off! It's you, your you, fault, you motherfuckers." <laughs> These people are. Oh, well, I don't care for this. I mean, I wanted this cowards. and I called for it, yeah. and even while it was happening, I was like, "This is great," but I don't care for this now that yeah. I've noticed that people don't like it. Anyway, we, I assumed people would celebrate when the insurrection <laughs> happened, and they'd be like, "Yeah, this is good." I wanted people to take shits in the Capitol building. I thought that that was going to be universally popular. Remember, remember when it was like not cool? It's not cool to kneel at a football game. Yeah, but if you want to smear your own shit on Nancy Pelosi's office walls. Marketplace of ideas. It's the marketplace of ideas. Exactly. Put two sides, Matt. (laughs) It's the very fine people on both sides. Can't we all come together in unity? Well, we there's we can't there's there's no there's no need for punishment. We need unity. Much like the story of our first movie. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Matt's trying to get this over with. He's got plans. Pushing through. I just, I well, you got the, some brisket cooking or something? I saw the segue and I went for it. <laughs> mm. Is there a call for unity in that movie? Well, you know, it's like she, she can't she can't get the justice that this she wants. This movie is is like a, yeah, it is, it is it, this movie is sort of like like shit smeared on Nancy Pelosi's wall. Mm. There's a call bit. for unity between Sally Field's bullets and Kiefer Sutherland's <laughs> chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. So the, today's episode is called Four Eyes. Yes. We're doing the movie Eye for an Eye. We're doing the movie I See You. Sliced Alone. Which is also called Detox. 
for some reason. Uh, they both make sense. Yeah, they make sense. But <laughs> they're both terrible. And then, too. and then Wes Craven's red eye. So if you want to do the, if you want to do the math, there are four eyes yeah, in those. Do titles. the math. We do can math. we can take a pause right now while you do the math. Actually, do the math and uh, and show your work. Send show us your, your send us your work of you doing. Please tweet tweet at us that you've done that you've done the math of the title. If anybody comes at us <laughs> on Twitter and says there's only three eyes here, oh you're getting dunked on so mm, hard, so hard. Oh you're getting dunked. You on. might get cancel cultured. Maybe canceled. You're gonna have to go to parlor. You're gonna have to stop. Follow- You're gonna have to stop following Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> you can still follow Ted Cruz, though. <laughs> oh God, uh, Ted Theodore Cruz. What a what a man! I just saw a video uh, on, on Twitter recently. Hey, sometimes you got to enjoy the fun stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Twitter or where uh, Twitter? <laughs> Ted Cruz um, is it at some sort of event at a high school or something like that, and he's has a basketball. Oh man. <laughs> and there's a bunch of I love people. where this is going. There's a bunch of people in the, in the, it's like probably an event at a school somewhere. Pep rally. Pep rally of some <laughs> kind and he runs down the middle and apparently the idea is to like jump on a trampoline and like dump <laughs> dunk the ball. This is real. I'm yeah. not, this is a fucking real thing. This is recent? I, I have no idea when okay. it came, but I think presumably when he was uh, in the midst of his political career, because yeah. why else would they have him? Which we hope is but over they just soon. have some regular lawyer come to this? Yeah, this, right. I mean, you know, um, but it's he obviously botches it so bad. It's like the most pathetic thing you've ever seen. I mean, that's not the problem. I, I'm just like, why would he agree to do this? Right. In the, what kind of fucking <laughs> idiot would be like, yeah, how, how fucking humiliating could that possibly be for me, a guy who has no physical that abilities mean, whatsoever? That dude is so spineless. I mean, he's like the ultimate cuck. Ted Cruz. I think just like the somehow for some, for me the basketball thing like summed it up. Yeah. Someone that was that stupid was willing to do that and humiliate himself in front of teenagers. <laughs> not exactly the people that you. Not exactly the most merciful for, people in the world in regards to these. Yeah, also, also non-voters. So what? So what is even the fucking point? <laughs> They'll vote for me eventually when they see how much of a total dumbass I am. Oh well, look at this it? dweeb. We're, my votes for dweeb for fucking dillweed over here. Yeah. How is it the Texans have enorm- overwhelmingly voted for this torp? Yeah. They all, they're overwhelmingly they all, idiots, I think. They all basically hold their nose and vote for him, too, because even like Texans who vote for him hate him. They hate his guts. What a, it's what just a at life. least he's a Republican. Just, yeah, basically. God, they yeah. can't float anybody else out there. I mean, the whole state's full of them. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke ran against just him. I know, I know. Literally anybody. Yeah. Did you guys see that Schwarzenegger video this morning? Mm-hmm. No. That was great. That was so fucking good. It's him. It's, it's like seven minutes. Watch it. It's like him. Him like just calling, you know, just saying He's like, like call, call, so calling out these people. people, but it's Schwarzenegger, and he tells a story about his, you know, his dad, and after you know, he pulls growing out up, the Conan sword, growing up in post, Is he yeah, that's, out that's with a goat? but growing, growing up in no, he's just talking about growing up in post-war Germany and how his dad Austria. was a, a dr- Austria and how his dad was a drunk and all these people were broken from like fascism and stuff. Anyway, it's awesome. Yeah, and then wow. and then like towards the end, he's like he pulls out of the, a sword, and goes, "This is the Conan sword," and you're like, "What the fuck? Now he's got a sword. This guy's great." Does it have nothing to do with anything? That no, he has, no, he's just like, and now that you guys said all that, <laughs> I reward you with this Conan sword. No, it Enjoy has it. It has a whole has, thing. It, has, it, has whole thing it totally yeah. reminded me of it's that. Totally great. Remember that park in Berlin, Trap Tower Park? <laughs> yeah, where like you go down the big mall and like then there's this giant statue of like a fucking soviet soldier holding a baby with a giant sword smashing a oh, swastika yeah. <laughs> it was totally like that yeah. <laughs> but it's just arnold schwarzenegger yeah. talking in front of his in, in he, on desk he didn't have his like stogie which is kind of disappointing but, but i mean he was doing i mean he wasn't being like he wasn't being like movies no no, no i know <laughs> i just like arnold, i just like it when he's got the stogie he wasn't he didn't like he wasn't spouting off catchphrases at the, so at the end he goes open up the mouth. door there's a bomb in there <laughs> Come on! Also, Come on. also, if you haven't watched his his videos with his goat and his little horse, mm-hmm. there, those are great. They're amazing. 
Yeah, he's in a he's in a hot tub at one point, and I think that maybe one of them is in the hot tub with him. <laughs> he's got the stogie. He all I've, in all those videos I've seen, he has a stogie. Yeah. Like, he's like Michael Michael Jordan. He just does not ever not have a stogie. Anyway, know? does everybody? I mean, you know, I just I just I needed to, before we got too on topic. I wanted to bring that up. Everybody. That was pretty good. That yeah. was the first thing I saw this morning. Yeah, me too. I woke up and was like going through. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, well, I kind of just want to go back to bed for the rest of the day. It's yeah. not gonna get any better. Day's over. <laughs> wow, <laughs> shit, man. All right, I'll check it out. It's a very good video. That's enough cushioning. We can get into it. Whew. All right. Let's get into some. Speaking of uh, calls for unity, right? Was <laughs> yeah. that the. T- was that that the- was it. That's okay. it. Hmm. <laughs> 1996's. <laughs> John Schlesinger's 1996 revenge opus, Eye for an Eye. Oof. Do I look like a fairy princess, Mama? Oh, yes, you do. You look just like a fairy princess. An average family. Great. Thank you. <laughs> a special day. Hello? Listen, I hate to tell you this, I'm going to be late. I'm stuck in some horrific traffic jam. Did you pick up the balloons? Got the balloons. Hang on a sec, someone's at the door. Julie? Can I help you? Julie? What's happening? Julie! Can you phone the police for me, please? Please! A random crime. I won't hang up the phone! I'll stay on with you! Help me! We're holding him for 48 hours. Then I'm gonna have to let him go. Why? I've got zero, that's why. Sorry. The man who murdered my daughter is free. Which which contains a marked shift in tone at the beginning. (laughs) Okay, it's so, a it's but, a stupid movie. It's one of the it's a it's type very of, stupid, it's but that, it's also just like mean. But it's that style of movie that is like that like made by made by fuck these fucking directors who think that they're that they are, like are making movies about shit, but like should yeah. just be making fucking. It should be it should just this should just be a nasty thriller, but it like pretends it wants to be like about a thing. Yeah, well, like, and yeah, it the, fucking the moral so, handering and over so, revenge. And so both of them fucking suck. So yeah. both of the movies in the in this one movie fucking suck. Yeah. I, I also would like to point out cuz this might get confusing for people as we go along, but for these first two movies that we're going to talk about are terrible movies. Clearly the worst movies and we're going to be talking about Red Eye as we discussed at the end, which is a pretty good movie. But it's by far my least favorite of these three because <laughs> I found these first two movies so funny, and uh, and, and Red Eye is like real sturdy and competent. Yeah, absolutely, and I was like, boo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After what? Because I watched it last, and it was just so drab, and, and it's like over real fast. It's like brisk and well well written and stuff. You know, <laughs> fun like, movie. What was that shit. Yeah, well, fuck this. Totally <laughs> off. I, I thought that <laughs> ruining I, it. I was so happy, like the, within like five minutes of this movie of uh, Eye for an Eye starting, because it was just oh, like, yeah. oh, this is it. This is our thing. This is this is it's some a, real. It's shit. like oh, yeah. an Ashley Judd movie. This is some like, real great, shit. We are here. Very bad. And stuff. And it's ninety six. I mean, right in the fucking pocket. Mm. Yeah, uh, and it, and it begins with Sally. F- oh God, you're you're talking about the abrupt uh, change well, in tone. Yeah, yeah, but let's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it happens about what six minutes in, or it's something? pretty close into the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but first, it's just like she's a she's a a, a, a fancy lawyer. Mm. Sally Field yeah. had a perfect life, right? And she's married to she's daughter. married to Ed Harris. Yeah, she has two daughters, a two teenage daughters. a Dead. teenage girl from a previous marriage, and then her daughter with Ed Harris. Yes. And uh, and they're planning they're planning for uh, the little the the youngest girl's birthday. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a big party for her, and so there's like balloons and catering and cake and all this shit. 
one of the things I thought was pretty funny at the beginning of this movie was there's there that she's preparing lunches for the kids. So she's like making sandwiches and she's give, get, making a sandwich for Ed Harris and making a sandwich for her two daughters and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And then it cuts and she's at work and they've ordered sandwiches. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> at work. And I just kind of thought that was unusual. A lot of sandwiches in and she's, a sandwich heavy well, that's movie. What, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of uh, that's attention to detail lawyer. you get when you have a great director like John Midnight, Schlesinger. Midnight Cowboys, John and Schlesinger. Pacific Heights is John Schlesinger. Oh, yeah. Um, more importantly, Pacific Heights, because yeah. I feel like yeah. that's I feel like that's more like this is that's what that's more like what he was. He like, like made, he like, like made he made some good movies, and then like he was like I don't know I don't know how to do this, but <laughs> I guess I'll keep doing it till I die. Pacific Heights is like a fucking masterpiece compared <laughs> to this. This is a terrible movie. I, the, I loved it. I liked how uh, it, that that scene with the sandwiches also introduces her colleague Beverly D'Angelo. For some reason, well, absolutely who is no in this reason. Movie. Like, I was anyone oh. could have played this part. Anyone. I was like, when this character appears, she's just sort of like, "Hi, I'm one of your friends," and I was like, "Ooh, she's gonna die." Right. This is the quintessential like kind of other lady character who gets right. killed. Right. Absolutely not. Absolutely Nothing not. happens no. with because well, it's she's not just that kind of movie. I guess not. Because the movie is this is a this is a real who's who of like oh there's a whole bunch of people in this movie with in like thankless roles because mm-hmm. every role in this is pretty thankless. Sure. Like oh, except, for, except for one, <laughs> except for one role, every role oh, in this is thankless. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. we'll get to we'll it. get to that. We're, we're, we're coming up <laughs> right upon it. But but also like uh, did you more like it's coming up on us? Did you oh. did you think that because okay so they keep talking you like you keep coming back to Beverly D'Angelo and they keep coming back to Ed Harris. And that's because what Schlesinger thinks he's doing is like making a domestic drama with a thriller element. God, I guess. And but but to me, the way that he kept shooting them and the way that he was directing their conversations, it was kind of like, are we going to find out that Ed Harris was like in on it at some oh, point? Wouldn't that that would have been something? That would have been a movie. Then. I know. I'm or just, that been I'm a, just saying they kind. It felt. Yeah. I felt like I was gonna. They were gonna go like, and actually, it's because he did a shady deal with his contracting business, and this right. and it was a targeted thing. No, not at all. Ed Harris is 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 the thankless spouse role. Usually, totally. this would be a woman in a in like a some other kind of movie. He do, he is actually not bad in the role. No, no, no. no. It's I just that the role is a nothing. There's, I think he's good. I think he's actually good in it. I think Sally Field is bad in this movie. But Sally I think Field it, actually bad. Ed Harris is actually pretty good. It's just that there's there's, there's nothing for anyone. There's nothing to do. there, but it's Ed Harris. You know, he's the type of actor who's going to take a nothing role and like give it some meat. Yeah, you like know, that but that scene where they're in the kitchen cooking and she's like, you know, I yeah. lost her more than you did, and he's like, fuck you. You know, he gets but mad he, at but her. But he gets mad in a very like <laughs> it's very realistic. It's, it's way, a very yeah. realistic way, and you're like, what movie does Ed Harris think he's in? Yeah. Like, yes. you know, and and that's the pr- that's the thing is that everybody in this movie is in a different movie, and the movie also thinks it's. A movie that's about something that ultimately, ultimately, is not about anything, and it's ultimately what it's about is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But it, but that's what's funny is like it is periodically throughout the movie there will be moments where you're going like, oh, the movie thinks it's about yeah. something. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Not even, even periodically even, for long sections. Oh of yeah, it. even at the very well, I, 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 there's a thing that happens at the very end where you're like, oh, come <laughs> on, guys, what, what are we doing? Well. Let's get to the beginning. Let's get to the, get to the, the inciting incident. This is though. so amazing, and I don't want to like some some very like horrifying t- in principle happens. Right. Well, this sh- is a dumb the- movie. Before we describe it. Oh yeah, it's um, and it's horrible. And I'm gonna be laughing a lot describing the, this, and I, it's not because I'm trying to t- that I don't think that this sort of thing is grave or what it's the way it's depicted. Well, it, that's the problem is that the movie the movie this is a scene that should be that we should leave the movie going like wow that's horrifying yes. that that would happen to somebody and that that actually in real life does happen to people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, except the movie fucking turns it into a, a ridiculous cartoon and then it doubles down later. Yes. <laughs> so it's just I like... I can't believe it happens so it's, again. So it's like, so it, it, it takes all the weight out of it 
Yeah. Because it's so because it's so fucking stupid. And it like so you're like this is a scene that should be like and to the characters in the movie is devastating, but it should be to us too. And instead, it's like wait a second. It turns into a weird action sequence or something. Was that a nice sculpture? The, All right. The, so, <laughs> so the teenage daughter is home alone, and somebody comes to the door while she's on the phone with Sally Field. Like they're right. discussing the way, the way that it's depicted. Sally Field is at work. She's a working mom. She's a uh, she's like a boss or something. I think she has some sort of power at her work. She's, I think she's in a traffic she's jam traffic. at this point. She's, she's got the no, she because she has the she has the birthday balloons for her yeah, birthday that's party. Right. She's very she's busy. headed home. There's a very she's there's headed a home. Shot of them flying up into the and she's talking to her daughter. <laughs> we find out we we only know this daughter for two or three minutes, but we find out a lot of things about her. She's got a stutter. She makes oh, the stutter. She, oh, she yeah. makes dresses, I think, and she's learning French. And uh, and she's talking to her mom, and she's like, "Mom, up, up, up." <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, her, gotta, and, and I gotta make the stress. Hold on, and, and then she's like, "Okay, well, everything. We all right. are a happy family, and I love everyone. Anyways, what are you doing right now?" And, and then it's like, like ah! "Mom, I'm ah! gonna go. I'm gonna go up, up, up. Answer this door." And she's like, "Okay, go ahead and answer the door. What's the worst that could happen?" Hello. <laughs> I mean, that's how fucking fast it happens. So it's, and then it immediately, Sally Field starts going, "What's happening?" Ah! And she's in a traffic jam, and this is this happens numerous times throughout the movie, where she keeps her, her phone dies, and so mm-hmm. she gets out of her car. No, her phone's not dead. Her phone's not dead. She's like, I'm going to stay on the line with you. Don't you know? I'm going to stay on the line with you. I'm not leaving you alone. And then she starts running around oh, in she's traffic. Hearing, yeah, she's trying she's, to get and she's trying to, to get call someone 9/11. else to use a cell phone to call 911. And I'm like, just hang up the phone and call 911. Yes, seriously. She wants to be able to hear the the horror right. happening. And we don't see, we see, you don't see the face of uh, the person perpetrating these no. horrible crimes, which are, of course, rape and murder. This uh, reminded me of, dirter, of a little daughter. bit of flight plan, though, where it's like somebody is clearly hysterical and just like panicking and terrified, and everybody's like, "Get this bitch away from me!" <laughs> There's one lady that le- that does call. <laughs> finally, does finally. call. Yeah, it's really, it's really funny though because people <clears throat> are like, "What the fuck is this? Mi- this middle-aged white woman, <laughs> normal-looking middle-aged white woman's deal? Get her out of here!" Of course, it's 1996 too, so like everybody. Doesn't have a cell phone. Right, I know. You know I, th- like, I thought so that was not, pretty funny too. So it's also like you know her going like somebody called it, and it's like that kind. Of, like if, if I was walking down the street in, nine, in 1996 and some lady came up hysterically yelling at me to call 911, I'd be like, how? What? You, <laughs> yeah, why doesn't she go in the car? I have a guy on the street. street. I don't have a phone. I, do I look like I have a phone connected to me? What why does drug dealer? Why doesn't she just go into a store and go like, hey, call 911? I mean, she's hysterical. Sure, okay, but still. But either way, like everybody, almost everybody in there is like rolling up their windows and. Going like, oh fuck this lady! It's that uh, just how that's just how people are in oh, the city. Oh man, cities. the indifference of uh, urban humanity, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, this, this scene it, like is just like the the way that they direct it is like sort of fucked up, but also not at all. It's kind of like it's not going well, one way or the be, other. It's trying to be like scary but tasteful. Yes, it's, it's good, and it's right in the middle, and so it sucks even but then, even but worse. Then, but no, then but he then smashes it, then, her head in with an ice sculpture. It, yes, this is oh my god. Yeah, so so the whole thing is happening, and I'm kind of like I mean, I'm my not, god, I'm, I'm not on board with. I'm not saying I'm on board with, but I'm on board with like okay, this is being depicted in this way because you don't want to reveal who the killer is yet, and this and that. Yes, and then but then it ends with him picking up a, an ice sculpture and hefting it, and then like. <laughs> You, and then you know that he smashes her head in with the ice, and you're like, that's not how you end that horrifying scene with the coup de grace <laughs> Holy performed shit. by an ice sculpture. That's it's like a, that's like a fucking that's in like the beginning of a Columbo episode or something, you know, and like, you know, like that's like a where it's like a murder, a fun murder mystery that you're trying to right. solve, not like. 
Because we find out who the killer is two minutes later. Right. Much, and the, yeah. the ice sculpture has like, nothing to do with anything other than this is brutal. It's not like, oh, yeah. and then it, the ice sculpture melted so we don't have a Moita weapon or whatever. It's but just it, sort of like, that'd be fucked up. It, it, but, it's, but it's also funny. So it turns it's, this it, it, is. it turns this scene, it turns this when it, when it happens, scene you into just a comic go like, scene. What the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it sucks. I, I, I mean, it was, I, was, I, was, I was laughing, but I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be laughing. This is the, right. the, the central mistake of this movie. You really shouldn't be laughing at this scene. It should not be funny. No. And just the way that it's the tone, the way the tonal it's, shift. It's so histrionic. How abrupt it, that it happens. Yeah. And, and then just going, I swear to God, it goes from Sally Field, like, happy family, talking on the phone, to a girl getting her face, her head smashed in with an ice sculpture in the space of like 30 seconds. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. And then there's like a, they they they're tr- again this movie thinks that it's a movie and it, and so there's a like sort of period of time where she's you know just accepting the tragedy that's happened to I, her. I did but like it's this all one this one weird moment at the at the like the funeral the, the wake they're having at the house uh-huh. and like aunt, they oh. call her Aunt Flo. Aunt Flo shows this is up real and uh, and she's <laughs> this, <laughs> she's this big hairy she's this like big sort of Harry Potterish. Woman. Oh, I'm so sorry, your daughter was raped and murdered. I mean, it's, real it's, fucking muggle. It's basically like that, it's, and this is tough. And like, and then uh, it is Robin Williams dressed like a woman. We should point out <laughs> again. Why did they think that this would be tasteful? when she slips and falls? Is a run by fruiting. <laughs> Somehow, somehow, her fake breasts are on fire. We don't know why. Oh, uh, having hot flushes. But she like slips on a walnut or some shit and like falls flat on her back. And Sally Field starts like giggling uncontrollably. Yeah, she has she's to like, run away from like the party, panic laughing because she's got to like let it all out. Yep. I thought that was kind of like a nice grace note idea that wasn't really it, done very exactly. well. Exactly. You you watch that scene and you go, that sucked. But I can see, I see how, what you're trying to do. That could have been good. Yeah. Of like her, she has to de- like this is all too extreme, and that was too funny, and like your wires get crossed, and yeah, yeah. and then it would it would have hypothetically highlight highlighted this just the sort of di- you know her emotional state, but instead you're just sort of like what? Yeah. Now there's like a zany <laughs> old lady <laughs> falling. It's just tonally downs. What the fuck? The, it doesn't like the tone is not in. It controlled enough for yeah. like that kind of thing to work. It's not like in the bedroom or something, you know, right. where it's all where it's all of a piece or something, you know. But it is like, but that's what it's. I think. I mean, it but it's the same. It it's the same plot, but it thinks it's that, but it's not. It doesn't. It you, it it doesn't nail it at all because it right. also kind of wants to be an action thriller a little bit. Yeah, you know, like it wants to have that. It wants to be that thing too, and you're like, well. I don't think you can have it. Uh, you, I mean, if uh, yeah. at least this movie can't have it both. This ways. movie can't have it both ways. <laughs> It sure is. <laughs> the uh, well, then I mean, it's right around now that we we learn who the perpetrator was. Well, Joe oh. Mantegna is a cop who is all oh, right. Joe Mantegna, who is helpful to a he fucked that girl to death to a point. Well, we've got lots of classic Star Chamber stuff in this yeah. movie where it's like the the legal system just came, the legal system was developed was built to yeah. favor the murderers. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing that we can do and, about and Mantegna it. Mantegna wants to help. He's a I he's a good to. cop. He'd right. love to. He even he even uh, which is also illegal beats beats up the, the the bad guy in the in a back room of a convenience store and tells him to get out of town. Oh yeah. So that's how much he <laughs> wants to help. Uh, he wants to help so much that he's he's breaking this guy's civil rights. It's amazing. <laughs> he tells, uh, but, you know, well, oh God, we got we we to get to it. I mean, we get to it. The, it turns out that the that the the rapist and murderer is uh, a guy who works as a delivery driver uh, and stock boy for a local bodega, and it's Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, who is I, I gotta, in I gotta, full gotta, on hissing Aryan his, white supremacist his mode. His name He's is gotta, Robert Dube. Robert Dube. Robert Dube. Robert Dube. And, and he he also played a hissing bad guy in A Time to Kill this same year, this same summer. Wow. 
Um, this is, this I think like, it was kind of a down, a down time for Keith Sutherland's career. Been, yeah, I, I love the because Keith Sutherland ha, has had a pretty good career. Uh, well, I think we can. Twenty four was a big career. Twenty four was a big career renaissance, yeah. but he was a big star kind of before this. But this was right in the middle, and uh, this is a very. I mean, <laughs> this is a pretty sad role for an actor kind of his of his I don't know if pedigree is the word for it but like of his career the idea of him he taking is, this like he is my favorite thing about but he this is movie. but he just goes he's, for it he's by far the best thing because it's he's he really because it's the worst thing yeah too. he's so out of place but also like you're like I guess and also I, I don't the fact that like a person that people directed this movie and didn't either told him to do that or didn't tell him not, not to, to do, do that it. you know what I mean yeah. Like I know that that's there's more to directing a movie than that, but nope. like when one of your main stars is acting like that, the decision came down to either he was like he showed up on set and went, "I'm gonna act like this, okay, John," and John went, "Okay," or <laughs> I don't care, or he just didn't say anything ever. And Kiefer Sutherland's like, "I guess I'll just act like this the whole time." I'm gonna act like this, okay, John. John's like, "I directed Midnight Cowboy." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just right. wanted to say, "I directed Midnight." Cowboy. I directed Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> so, my Academy favorite, Award winner. They, uh, he's introduced. They get he gets arrested. And then we cut. It cuts right to like the trial, and there's this amazing bit at the trial. It, this movie is fairly well paced. Yeah, sure. I'm not gonna say it isn't. But like at the trial, yeah. at, or it's not even a trial. It's like a pre-trial hearing, <laughs> and uh, and it turns the out judge throws the case. The, out. the they have a DNA match. Yeah. They know he did it. Spoim. And the judge Cork from DS9. Yep. That's right. <laughs> throws out the case. Armin Shimmerman. Armin Shimmerman. He throws out the case because the defense wasn't allowed to use their own. Uh, test to make to make their own test. They yes. were they didn't get enough of the of the DNA evidence to make their own test. And so he's like, I don't have a choice. Even though we know this guy did it, I'm throwing out the case. I th- I don't believe that this is a real. And technicality. besides, the defense bought me off with 15 bars of gold press <laughs> latinum. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the defense lawyer walks out, it shift shifts and it's Odo. Oh no! Oh no! God Odo. Damn it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the Dominion. He sends the, the bitches. It was the Dominion. Uh, <laughs> but so he gets off, and then my this is one of the best parts. Of the movie. I wasn't even paying attention to what the technicality was. I was yeah, so it's so like once it's happening, you're like, oh yeah, this shit. Mm-hmm. It's very Star. Are you chambery. kidding me? I mean, he's basically he's a, admitted to raping and murdering this girl, but you didn't cross the T on this contract yeah. here, and you know the law was designed to protect murderers and he's and, and he's oppress a, middle class white people. And he's a sneering, a sneering, gleeful. Are you murder. fucking kidding me with as, this? As proven immediately as they're leaving the courtroom, he turns to Sally Field and he goes, "Sorry, <laughs> it's so." Awesome. And then Ed Harris, Ed Harris jumps him. Yeah, Ed Harris kind of beats him up. But like before that, before that happens, uh, Kiefer Sutherland does say, "Oh, Your Honor, I would like to say that I am, I did do it, and I am going to do it again." And he's like, "All right, well, you know, good and, luck to you." And he's like smiling. We certainly the whole won't time. arrest you unless everything is lines up in a row. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good, unbelievable. And so yeah, he gets off on a technicality, and so now Sally Field starts to uh, take it upon herself to track him down and and, yeah. and get revenge. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the whole this movie. Is the, this is maybe the best scene, which well, is which sucks for the rest of the movie because there is a lot of the yeah. rest of the movie. Oh, we talk. Well, oh, we when talk, she starts oh, to follow him, the, the great, the greatest scene in the history of film. <laughs> it's so good. This is a scene that where you'd want you do you play it during that history of film and be like, this is also cinema. It's like the wind this in is, the trees. <laughs> this truly is cinema. This is. Also I'm, I'm, don't cinema. worry, I will be posting.
posting this online. This is she starts. I laughed so fucking she hard. I, following told, I almost him. pulled a muscle. And she she starts following him, and first of all, she's following him like really poorly. Like oh, she's just yeah. like driving her, her very conspicuous silver Volvo like right behind his little delivery truck right. the whole yeah. time. Which, Later on, he spots her like immediately. And right. she's in his like sh- his like shitty neighborhood. Yeah, she, he lives she in goes the bad from her, part of her town. nice neighborhood to the bad part. Yeah, of he town. lives right. in the bad part of town. And uh, he, she see, she's sitting at a restaurant across the street, like a little cafe, and she sees him walk out of his apartment building. He's smoking a cigarette. And the first thing he does, first of all, the Macarena is playing the, in the I, background. Yes, this is true. Because <laughs> so it's a bad neighborhood. While the, all, the, all the thugs and pimps and chuds are listening to uh, to the Macarena. And, and <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Macarena. We're not making this up. He walks down <laughs> to the corner, sits down by a dumpster, yeah, and just sits there. Drinking a cup of coffee, and it's like it's like lobby coffee. It's like a styrofoam cup with no lid coffee. First, oh, yeah. first though, I want to point out one detail that I think we all forgot, which is that he walks out of his, his shitty apartment building, and there's some crazy crazy black lady like, oh, yelling. Right, right, and she's right. like, hey, man, give me a cigarette. And he has a cigarette, and he like looks at her, and he takes a cigarette that he was smoking, and throws it in the road, and then, and then smiles at her and walks that's away. That's right, that's right. I just think it's, it's like- such it's, a bad guy. Anyway, I just, it's like all the little details of how this guy is such a bad guy are so stupid. <laughs> I mean, like he sits down at the dumpster, and you have to expect Oscar the Grouch to come out Seriously. and go, how's it going, dude? <laughs> and he punches Oscar the Grouch <laughs> in the face. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fuck you. So he sits, so he sits down, he's he got sits the coffee. He sits down, he's got another, he lights another cigarette, he's got his coffee, and a stray dog comes up to him and he's like he pets the dog for a second then pours the hot coffee onto the stray dog while the Macarena plays the Macarena's playing in the background Sally Field's dog like goes, in a dog goes Arr! he's so evil Sally Field's like in an electronic store across the street now she'd followed him and she's like she's like, she's like pretending to look and he's like oh my and then my favorite detail of that whole scene though the, the dog pour, the pouring on the dog is funny but he pours the dog goes rawr, 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 and runs away and he stands up and he Kicks the dumpster as he walks away <laughs> to add injury to in, insult to injury. He kicks the dumpster. Oh man, he's so bad. And he kicks the dumpster. Oh. And he's got like he's like the way he's dressed is just like a like he's got like a you know like a white. He's got a, he's got a Henley on. He's got like a long fucking... sleeve long john t- shirt and like a white yeah, beard yeah, yeah. and like it's a, just like he's got a, a Make America Great Again hat on somehow <laughs> like years ahead of time. And it's his uniform. Like if you notice, he never wears anything else the yeah, entire it's his bad time. Guy. It's, it's like his Wes Anderson class costume. Uh huh. <laughs> he's got then, a V Bart V tattoo. I feel like he does have tattoos, of course. Oh, I yeah. feel like even better than him kicking the dumpster is like immediately following that. Like she's following him. Like now he's driving his delivery truck and he's just like weaving through traffic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's driving all rest- recklessly, and it cuts to him inside the car driving, and he's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. so I, I love doing bad. bad. I a, love doing bad things. He's a bad guy who laughs to himself when he's being a jerk in this is traffic. So and this good. is the kind of movie that has like rape scene. This is why you can't take that oh, stuff yeah. that and they think that, you, that, they, that they're doing that is serious seriously. Yeah. This is so preposterous yeah. and cartoonish. Because it's the kind of movie where this guy is the bad guy and we're and then we're supposed to be, they're like, we can't, there's nothing we can do to, there's nothing we can do to put this guy in jail. And you're like, really? <laughs> I feel like he's going to. pull I, him over for reckless I feel driving. Like this, I feel like this guy's going to slip up again pretty soon because everything we've seen this guy do so far is something illegal. Yeah. He's Unbelievable! Just, but not he's just in this like world. a supernatural, like pure yeah. evil bad guy, like an Urukai or something like that. There's <laughs> just nothing to him other than evil. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Which, which, which is, and that's that's like the main. That's another. I mean, this movie has a lot of problems. That's the problem in the movie is that like it wants you to, because uh, then the moral quandary of the movie becomes. Is it okay, is it okay for her to like uh, to kill, kill to kill this guy to get revenge on this guy? And he's not in, a person. In a, in yeah, a, yeah, he's in not a, movie a where person. The, in a movie where the character was a person, 
or was maybe not guilty or something. Yeah. Yes, that that is. Uh, in Roger Ebert's review on this, I read he. Uh, which, uh, he didn't like it, but he compared. It, uh, Dead Man Walking was out around the same time, and he was comparing the two, going like that. One is a that both of the movies have the same moral quandary. Like, mm-hmm. is it should we kill this guy? All the, and one is about you know, Dead Man Walking is about a guy who fucking perpetrated a brutal murder and is kind of unrepentant about it. And then, but then you kind of like as you watch the movie, you go like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe not the death penalty. Yeah. And what this movie presupposes is maybe, maybe the baby, maybe the all baby bad guys are, are <laughs> all so super bad that you can't possibly not want them to get killed by Sally Field. But in this que- in this in the case of this movie, it's like having this conversation about killing a, a xenomorph or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Like, I don't know. Everything deserves to live. Maybe we shouldn't kill it's, the xenomorph that's stalking us on this ship. It's not a person. Yes. It is just it's yeah, literally a just a monster. So like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's they do. okay for her to do it. Who cares? They really do have that conversation where Sally Field's like, "Honey, Ed do you, Harris, believe, in do you believe in the death penalty?" believe in the death penalty? He's like, "I don't want to talk about this shit." Well, he, and and then he don't goes, do any vigilantes. He goes, "I do for this guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I don't. But you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not Johnny Philosophy over here. I'm a regular blue collar guy who wears. Anyway, if denim. I find out you're doing any revenging out there, <laughs> you so and me are going to have a serious conversation. It's going to be find, a roadblock I, in our marriage. If I, if I find out that you're teaming up with Philip Baker Hall and Keith David <laughs> to do some to do some vigilante revenge, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> you're going to get a talking to. Yeah, so speaking of those two, she 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 starts to go to that a support happen. group. She starts to that's go to a support group. Yeah, Philip Baker Hall's like, "I'm gonna get her a gun. I'll get her a 38 because that's what she's comfortable with." What is what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And he, she meets them at the support group, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Along with Donald Logue. Donald Logue. Who's very upset Donald about Logue. the death of his baby sister. And another and another woman who she becomes friends with, who also has a later... It's a support group for people whose loved ones have been, have been mo- murdered. Have been murdered. murdered. Yeah. And uh, and it's a really bad group, by the way. Like, it's terrible. If you've ever seen real group therapy, they don't let you just sit in a room and yell at each other. <laughs> I oh, yeah. have never... Well, s- we, get, we get even yeah. worse group therapy later on in the show. Yeah. I've never seen... I've never seen... Yeah, that's true. I've never seen, like, real group therapy... But I have seen like it depicted in movies before, and I know what which one lo- what looks realistic. And what you're talking looks about like Dexter? Dexter, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, but like this, yeah. This is just like it's just people yelling. And yeah. I, is there even a moderator there? There is, there is. But all she does <laughs> is go like, "All right, everybody, settle down." <laughs> You know, Stop yelling like, at each other. At no point is anybody like, would you like to share? Or like, how do you feel yeah. about that? It's just like, he fucking killed my sister, and now he's out there. And that's what they all say all the time. <laughs> is, then, this, is this helping? Are, then, you, are you getting yeah. past it? And some of them are like, we've been coming to this group for two years. And you're so like, yeah, you have? have? I'm just getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> I'm just here for the coffee. Then Ed Norton shows up, and he's like, I need this. <laughs> it's, it's not helping <laughs> at faker. all. Yeah, he's a tourist. <laughs> he's fucking tourist. <laughs> He's got amyl nitrate. Yeah, this this group doesn't seem to be helping any of these people. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, but she finds out through the group, of course. Well, there's two there's two kinds of people that she meets through the group. I mean, you got well, Philip ba- the, Baker Hall. One of Hall. the first times she's there, she's like going to use the bathroom, and she sees Philip Baker Hall talking to this nice couple yeah. in the basement, and they're whispering about something shady. Yes. They, they, she walks by there, and she stops for a second, then they see her, and she keeps going, and then they, they go, do you think uh, she... All right, they, back to the murder. They, they literally, he literally goes, do you think she heard anything? Yeah. I don't know. She, do you think she heard anything about our secret illegal operation? Oh, no, we shouldn't, certainly shouldn't have said it was illegal. <laughs> oh, it's too hot today. Yeah, it's too hot today. Uh, so she gets, she gets, yeah, and she also finds out that the person that they're talking to, like, during during the meeting, the person they're talking to, like, holds up a picture of the person that murdered their kid, which is convenient, because later on she's like, that person was killed. Yeah. And then that's how she pieces puts it all together, that PBH and, uh, and Keith David are, you know, vigilante. Yeah. They're not vigilantes, they're like... 
They're vigilante, vigilante facilitators. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not going to yes, actually we'll get do you, it. We'll get you an unregistered pistol for you to go shoot somebody. We're like butter on our ass and lollipops in our mouth yeah. and helping people kill the people <laughs> that killed their loved ones. That's just us. That's just something that we enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't that it's, it really goes nowhere though. Well, then there's also the meanwhile there's she's she's still following Kiefer Sutherland and she sees him make a delivery at this lady's house. Yeah, and like it becomes pretty convinced that she that he's stalking her because because he first of all he goes into her house and like she invites him in and and like they have a little bit of a of a chat. She's she, a grocery delivery. He's a grocery guy. delivery guy and she's like gonna tip him some extra money. And then she sees Kiefer Sutherland leave this lady's house and piss in her front yard. <laughs> so bad. And, yeah, because he's, he's, and she's like, he was marking his she territory. Can, she talks to Jim and she's like, and he was marking his territory. Like a dog. It's the worst thing he's done. She is so hysterical all the time in this. Yeah. It is the worst. It's, it's like, it's like what happened bad. to Abby's mom. It's I, like, I, I, it's Abby's mom is in this movie. I warned Travis of, we were going to talk about ER. Yeah. <laughs> she plays, she plays Maura Tierney's mom on, on, on ER as a, as like this hysterical bipolar woman. Right. And it's basically pitched like this the whole time right like she she is like she's like oh hi i'm happy and then like you know and then it's like 10 scenes of her screaming at people mm-hmm. um and she won an emmy for that right <laughs> it's interesting i generally like watching this i generally think of sally field as being a good actor i mean i've definitely sure. seen her be good and stuff she's not like 100 percent or anything like that but like watching this i was like oh man this is when like they cast full that on role <laughs> on er they were like we need somebody with that eye for an eye energy <laughs> Yeah, so bad. that was. But, and it's, it's hysterical, but it also is not a, like truthful. No, or, no like, not at all. It moving in like, any, the, in any the, sort of way. It's hysterical. With her grief is us yeah. rooting for her to kill somebody. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It, but like I mean, but we're. I, I, I'm just rooting for the movie to be over because it's because it's so because <laughs> it's, it's such bull because yeah, it's because well, this such movie bullshit. could have been four hours as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's just the movie because so the movie's fun. just such bullshit. I honestly find the, the like there, there's I think the beginning is good. I like the scene with the macarena, and then the whole middle section is like kind of like mud for me. It's just like. Like, there's like the part where he confronts the daughter and shit, but it's all just that was it's, creepy. It's but it's all just like so I don't know. None of it really. It just like it none doesn't of it was, really land. None of it was clicking for me, and she's like, you know, you're like, it's all leading up to what you think it's leading up to, and right. then that happens, and then the movie's over yeah, finally. Yeah. I don't know. And the movie's not like I'm not saying the movie's like super long. No, it's it like just, an hour forty three minutes or something. It just like is that. It, Shorts, right? like once once you're like once like the whole conceit is doesn't work. It's like okay, well, this movie has literally right. nothing. It's on, it's on autopilot until you get to the end. It's like it's it literally is just like a thing I was looking at until it was over. Like well, they, they do introduce uh, Keith David and Jimmy Gator, and the, but that and then but no, nothing happens with that. Well, later on, they get her a gun, gun, and then she and then she like is gonna do it, and then she like calls him and goes like, actually, I don't want to do it. Well, no, she, well, she I think she so, does. I don't remember the I don't remember the sequence of events, but also the another lady who is in this support group named Angel mm-hmm. is uh, well, yeah, she like. Sally who, who Field finds a, out she's a faker. She's a faker, but also she is an FBI agent, and also she's a lesbian. Yeah, which they really highlight. They really, for they some, really punctuate in this for movie some reason? for some reason. I'd like you to meet my wife. Yeah. Here's Whoa! The, here's the thing about it. Well, she that, knows. She, we, no, we know she's got. No, we know a, she's a female no, partner yeah, earlier she, in the movie. So she's, she mentioned to Sally yeah, Field. She, she yes, goes, she goes, but she I says it kind of like that. She's like, and "Oh, Sally how Field about your husband?" Goes, she goes, uh-huh. "My wife." My wife right, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, it's, whoa!" It's a weird. <laughs> it's only weird. I only want. We're only bringing it up because it, the way the movie points it out makes it seem like it's a thing. Yeah, and it's not. Like if the movie, if she was just married to a woman and the, and it was that was the thing. 
I'm of, that's that's yeah that's totally cool. But why does the movie have to? It feels like yeah, it's it like goes got a to, button on it for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. It's like she's she's a lesbian uh-huh. who is married to a woman, and you're like, why? Why is that important? Why is that important in this in this thing? Yeah. But Angel's been going to this group saying that her son Sean was killed by you know creeps or whatever, and so uh, <laughs> Sally Field goes to visit her at one point in the movie, which which leads to this hilarious line because Sean, the the kid who supposedly was murdered, answers the door. Yeah, it's like hello. Oh, my mommies are both alive, or whatever. <laughs> I'm alive too. I'm alive. And then, uh, and and then, and so like Sally Field is obviously uh, discombobulated by this, and Angel goes, "I know I lied about Sean being killed, and I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I was like, "Wow, that is." A I didn't wild think anybody would to say to oh, She's undercover because she's undercover she's investigating to bust Jimmy the, Gator. the vigilante group. Yeah, but, not, but of course, and, and like you said, none of that goes anywhere. Nope. Like they don't. They, I don't they think don't, they get busted. Or they anything. don't bust. They don't bust those guys or whatever. But she, but Sally Field like gets to the point where she's. I think that's the point where she goes like, mm, maybe I won't do this. And she calls them and goes like, I'm calling off the my vigilante murder of this guy, and then decides to has comes up with a whole other stupid plan. Wouldn't it be cool if Philip Baker Hall was like, No, you've got to go through with it now. <laughs> yeah, we've got your other little girl <laughs> right here. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That is would that, be wild. That's the thing is that I, you, if the movie like had any kind of had any kind of interest in being entertaining. You yeah. know, on that level, like it could, because the, the movie keeps keeps pulling back and going like, like the Kiefer Sutherland character is a cartoon, but then it keeps pulling back on everything else and going like, but like, really though, the moral quandary, you know, like, oh fuck off, like yeah, mm. if it had, if it did turn into like Jimmy Gator goes like, actually you have to go through with the vigilante murder or we're gonna kill your daughter, yeah. you're like, wow, this is a, I don't know if this is realistic or a moral quandary, but this <laughs> something is, else, but this is fun to watch. Hey man, Instead, revenge just, just turns into a big snowball thing. It's like now it's out of control. Yeah, yet, an, yet another movie that meditates whether or not revenge is good, as yeah. if that's an issue for right. like on Americans' minds. <laughs> it's like in it's like in spy movies now, or now the spy always has to be like reluctant about it. Like I really yeah. don't like doing all this globe trotting and, and assassinations, and it's really it's not it's not good. It's not it's not good politics, and it's not good policy, and it's it's not good spiritually. You see yeah, what you're they make us spy. give. You see what they make us yeah. give. Who fucking cares? What are we really even doing? It's all a vicious cycle. Uh, we, did we talk about the part where Kiefer Sutherland finds the other little girl and talks to her on the street? Yep. Oh no, yeah. He well, her, he finds her no, in, he in, her, her in her little school, in the school? house at school. Okay. A little house at school, and none of the none of the kids are perturbed by this obvious like scary criminal <laughs> one, going the, into the house Nazi and talking to her. Shows up. Yep. The one kid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out in this little house for a little while. They're like, fine. The one kid who like she was like having a little. No, the one kid who was being he mean was gonna, to her before. He was kind of bullying her. He's like in the and Kiefer Sutherland like pulls him out of the little Get little house. And then goes in there and sits around with her. And this little kid is trying to tell the teacher, yeah. like, because she's like, "Is everybody in here?" And then she's try- he's trying to tell the teacher, and the teacher's talking to some other kid. And then he just goes like, "Ah, fuck it," and walks away. Because <laughs> the whole the whole scene is played. That's the thing is this movie wants you to take wants you to take it seriously, but also wants you to be like, "Ooh, is he gonna is he gonna murder this little girl right. too?" You know, wants it like that too. And you're like, "Okay." I mean, it so. seems like he probably would try. Yes, but this is just. <laughs> but like he a, doesn't. An, an he's intim- just fucking with her. It's yeah. an intimidation tactic. But like while he's talking to the little, you know, he's being like, "I can, you know, I'm a scary predator, so I know how to talk to these kids." It's right. <laughs> amazing. Can I and have some he, of that uh, Play-Doh cookie you got there? But at one it's point, he, he says, "He says to to her like tough titty," said the kitty, but the milk's still good. And at a later point, she repeats. She that. repeats that. So that's like a that's a fun recurring uh, recurring line in this movie. Tough titty, said the kitty, but the milk's still good. And then, uh, and then he's kind of like there with the little girl, and then Sally Field bumps into him, and and they have a confrontation. And Sally Field obviously doesn't want to like scare the kids, so they sort of have it's scary to her, but she sort of like talks to him, yeah. kind of 
person to person. And at one point he leans in real close and he's like basically going like, stay out of my neighborhood and stop following me or whatever. But this, this is a real line in this movie. <laughs> I don't even like kitty pussy, but I'm willing to make an exception. Jeez. <laughs> and you're like, wow, Kiefer Sutherland. This is how bad this guy is. And this is a guy that Jesus they just can't. Christ. Is this they, before or They after? just can't keep him in jail. Does, does Is this what precipitates Montaigne going to beat, beat him up? Uh, I don't know, but it, it, um, that's a good, that's a fun, no, I, think I, I don't was, know in the sequence. I think that was when she goes and she, she, she keeps emasculating she tell, I think, him. I think it's after <laughs> she tells him that she thinks he's going to murder this other lady. Yes. Because then he goes to the new that's place. Right. She right. goes, he goes to the new place where Kiefer Sutherland is working and like a dube is working and then uh, goes in the back and beats dube up. Yeah. That scene is. And he, goes, uh, he tells him to get out. He, he, he literally tells him to stay get out, out of Riverdale. Stay out of my town. Yes, yeah, stay out of <laughs> he Riverdale. Says, he says, "You so much as piss on your toilet seat, I'll make you lick it clean." Yeah. Oh my! And then, and then, in response to this, Greek Kiefer Sutherland says, "Fuck you, greaseball." <laughs> this movie rules. Great. And then he goes, "You keep your dick in your pants, or I'll cut an inch out of the middle." <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> seems like more more trouble than it's worth. But there's like a uh, one scene later on in the movie that I also just thought was the funniest fucking thing in the world, where Ka- where Sally Field like confronts Joe Mantegna about his oh yeah, where they have like a knockdown drag out. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> his Fuck you. To do anything about anybody getting killed, and he's basically just sort of like, I have to deal with this shit. <laughs> he's like a. Uh, I walk knee-deep in blood every day, and I have to hear this all the time. I've never solved a single crime in my entire life, and I just watch people get murdered over and over and over <laughs> again. Do I wish I could do something about it? Of course I do, but I have no penis. <laughs> I have no balls, and I have no penis. She just, so, and I'm she just, just as bothered out, by goes, it as you are. What about this? Fuck you, and walks <laughs> yeah. out. There's like two other scenes, too, where uh, in the middle, which I think is before that, where Sally Field, so Sally Field's like, this lady's going to be murdered, and Joe Mantegna's yeah. like, stop following this guy, which he's actually right. Like, <laughs> stop doing that. But, uh, it's really dangerous. But then, like, uh, she confronts this woman who yes. doesn't speak English and her husband who Maria. then comes home and does. And it's just the stupidest scene because everybody's just shrieking at each everybody's other. Everybody's yelling at each other. <laughs> and this guy's like, get out of my house. What are you doing? And she's going like, yeah, my wife's going to be murdered by a guy. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get away. And he, she, the lady's screaming Mexican. And you're like, what the fuck? Screaming f- Mexican. And you're like, what the fuck is happening and then, here? My favorite and is. Then, and, then she, and then she does indeed get murdered by Kiefer Sutherland. No, the best part and of that raped. scene, the best part of that scene yeah. is, is uh, the guy, the husband comes home. Everybody's yelling at each other. Sally Field finally leaves. So and funny. then the guy turns to his wife and starts yelling at her. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I love that. This is it's so like funny. that scene at the so beginning. I love the idea of a guy coming home to his wife, talking to Sally Field, and being like, "What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what is a middle-aged, a middle-aged woman in my house? Jeez. Get out of here!" Right? It's like Joey like, Pants and Bound. He's why, like, "I thought you was a dude. Why are you so bothered by <laughs> Sally Field being in your house?" Yeah. Hey, what but anyway, the fuck yes, is this that shit? lady is so indeed that savagely stupid. assaulted and killed. That's right. Yep. In an even more uh, sort of nasty version of the scene from the beginning, it's it sure oh, yeah. is. Well, because now, because now they just it's we know who the bad guy is, and so yeah. now. Now we're just seeing him do. We're, it's not. It's not hiding anything. From right. Us at we this know point. that the law and law enforcement are completely unwilling and unable to do anything about any of this. This is broad daylight that it happens. Like you think that this time they would be like, well, uh, we actually sat. With, if they subpoena Sally Field and go like she, you know, legal or legally or not, she was she was following this guy and she saw him. I mean, she she right. could testify that he He's actually was a person of house. interest. They could like uh, do the sperm sperm sample. No, thing. he used a condom this time. Oh, right. Yeah, he's the best. But they yeah, could, that's because that, in that scene where she's right. arguing with Montaigne, they, Montaigne's like, he used a condom this Son time. And she's like, bitch she's like of course he used a condom because he's smarter than you. Yeah, that's a real oh, line in this movie. Boy, I Jesus. forgot about that. Okay, well, anyway, yeah. so that so that happens. 
Well, that's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole so, unpleasant. A whole other. In this is a movie full of unpleasant things to watch. There's another unpleasant scene. This being the case of the, the state of affairs, like the it, the whole movie is like trying to start a discussion about whether or not you sh- the death penalty or whether you should you know, take the law into your own hands is irrelevant because the law basically doesn't exist and is unwilling <laughs> yeah. to do anything about any right. of this. Some real star chamber shit. Uh, and so Sally Field. Um, what, how did she get? Well, she then oh, she, yeah, goes, she breaks, she breaks into, into his apartment. apartment. Messes messes all his stuff. Up. I like how she specifically like messes all of his porno. Like throws uh, his porno all over the place. My porno. Nobody fucks with a man's porno. And she leaves her Laker cap. That's right. Uh, and and she finds the play doh cookies too. She finds the play doh cookies. There's also like a subplot throughout the movie of her. That would that would actually make an interesting. Uh, she has a story. coworker, Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> no, <laughs> she I does. Would, I wouldn't call that. Quite, she has one. I wouldn't quite call it a subplot. <laughs> no, where she's like uh, distant from her her daughter who's still alive because you know that's that's there's like there's like something. Yeah, Ed in, Harris is very. There's mad just about sinking that. into grief. This movie has seeds of like more interesting movies mm-hmm. throughout, which makes it extra frustrating that like it it just sucks at everything. Yeah, she's yeah. like she's like tuning out of her marriage. She's ignoring her her husband and her young yeah. daughter who like are said, also grieving. The and scene where he like yells where he yells at her in the kitchen, like yeah. you know, I what do you, I love because she's like says says he didn't care about her daughter because it yeah. was her, it was a stepdaughter and he's and he actually gets mad and the little girl's like yeah come on I'm still alive here. yeah 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 <laughs> I'm still alive right. <laughs> And That's what she, that song was based on. Yeah, and then she's Jer- and then the little girl Jeremy spoke in class the next day. And <laughs> it's a twist ending. Twist, like another twist. <laughs> that was it. She got the gun from Philip Baker Hall. Yeah. So yeah, that stuff's just more of this. Uh, this movie maybe is trying to be a real movie, half-heartedly trying to be a real movie stuff. And I find that st- I mean that would technically be a more interesting movie, but it's in my. It, in this movie, the most boring stuff. Yeah. But no, I, I, that's what I mean. But I mean, I think it's just like that. There's seeds. The movie's trying to go like there's seeds of like a, a of different good movies. Like yes. if someone took that idea of like, well, this this happened, and then you know that's a that in its on its own is a good movie. This movie should just be a stupid thriller. Her obsession with this guy with this guy is tearing her family apart even more. But of course, like that doesn't end up being an issue because it works, and she does get justice at the end, and yeah. so it was fine, and they'll be fine. She like she like gets Ed Harris and the daughter to like go on a vacation, and then she like go to Cape she, Fear. she 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 smashes <laughs> his apartment up so it makes him all mad. So he comes over to her house, and so essentially, so she can kill him Once and you make break it look into like a break house. Anything you do is nice and legal. You can't invite him in though. <laughs> and, but also, but also, isn't she isn't she required to stay home because there's like an emergency at work too? Which is she like, makes up something. Oh, does she make that up? Because yeah. I mean, we do hear the other end of that phone conversation, don't oh. we? Uh, I, th- I, I was pretty sure that she's like, oh, she was like, I she have made to- it up. <laughs> I got, I, you know okay. what? You might be right because I was. I, it doesn't matter. I was, could I barely no pay idea. attention to a lot of. She, this movie. she sends, she sends Ed Harris and the daughter to go on vacation, and she's like, I'll catch up with you, and then, and then Kiefer Sutherland, of course, tries to come to her house and kill her. Right. They, oh man, they do a thing where she's like pointing the gun at him. Yeah. And he's like, "You're not gonna shoot me." And then she doesn't, and he knocks the gun out of her hand. It's like, just fucking shoot him, because <laughs> now we gotta have a fight and stuff. And this then when she's before con- she just shoots him anyway. When she's confronting him with the gun, she's like, "You did this to my life, and she was beautiful. She was my daughter, and I loved her, and you took her away from her." And then uh, just classic final sort of villain line. He's like, "You want me to say I'm sorry? She was a great fuck." Yeah, <laughs> he's a bad guy. He's to the to the end. Yeah. A bad guy. He's like, yeah. He's like, man. Is there even is there even a bad guy like this in real life? Maybe Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, right. there's a, the, another f- fantastic sort of like, uh, ooh, makes you think sort of thing <laughs> at, at the very end. I I think I might post this too. We'll see. Uh, where he's like kind of on the stairway and she's down on the ground and she's pointing. She's got a hold of the gun again after some scuffling, and uh, and she finally like shoots him five or six times. 
and he falls right on top of her. Yeah. yeah. And then she pushes his body off of hers, and then the, her, his wounds are like reflected in bloodstains on her chest. Great. Whoa. Ooh, she's got blood on her. She's got blood too. on her too. Oh. oh. Out, out, <laughs> damn spot on etc. <laughs> What a fucking piece of shit! And then, and then, and then the, it's pretty the much movie, the, no. The movie has the gall to have Joe Montana get indignant about it with her. Where he's like, "I know what you I did. I know what you did, but I'm not gonna do nothing." And about then there's it. a shot. It ends with a shot of her and Ed he Harris just, on the he's couch. He's just doing that so he can get a favor from her later. <laughs> yeah. What, how many times? How many movies with Joe Montana at this point? I don't 50, know. 60 I mean, he's, done? He seems like he's in every third episode. <laughs> Incredible! What a career! It's an erotic thriller. <laughs> But yeah, Ed Harris like like show he, uh, he's obviously he realizes he's obviously pretty horrified to see cops outside of his house. I think, he re- he, I think at some point they're driving and he realizes he something. Well, something the little girl the little girl says the tough titty said the tough kitty titty line and he kitty. steps on the brakes and turns right around. He goes, "Oh my God, she's gonna m- m- trap that guy into, into breaking into our house and then murder him." Yeah. <laughs> That's all that could mean. <laughs> he really figures know. it out. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. He's ahead of it. Well, he did work for NASA. It's true. <laughs> the year the year before. Uh huh. <laughs> He's working the problem. Failure right. is not an option. <laughs> Forgot my milk money. Uh, <laughs> Let's get this Night Rider back on the road oh, to. Oh boy! Okay. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah. Look out! It's the abyss. He comes in. Same here's the rock. This is some cl- some it classic. Was the same here's the rock. Yeah. This is some classic movie stuff where like uh, pe- cops are outside of a person's house and the person is running in oh, and the that. cops just they they refuse to either a let the person into the house or b tell them anything yeah. about what this, they're it's just, just like, like hey, hey 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 let me into my house I need to see what's going on and they're like, stop stop and all they could just go like your wife's fine she's fine yeah it's fine and they just refuse until he like finally busts in there and sees Kiefer Sutherland being zipped up in a body bag and his wife being like post <laughs> post death post murder yeah. being like well. And then he sits down next it's to weird. her. It's weird. She's got a sparkler cards. and like a. <laughs> the the shot of them on the couch is, I think, supposed to be like. Oh, but is this the right way? Or was this the <laughs> yes. thing? You know, I think it's supposed to. But it's like it's like yes, it was because that guy was bad. In what? this movie, what we, it absolutely is. There's it leaves no question that the right thing to do is kill this guy. Yeah. Not we, that I really care. The fact that he made it to adulthood is amazing. Yeah, right. Like he's wor- he's like more he's like more sadistic than Stephen King villains. <laughs> and a lot of those are like teenagers at least. Yeah, so you're like and right. then they end up in insane asylums mm. when they're so Should Darth Vader really have thrown the Emperor down that <laughs> electronic pit? No, I don't know. Life well, it is turned precious. Out it, turned it turns out, out it didn't matter. It didn't matter anyway. <laughs> That's true. He was fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I, uh, <laughs> that they was, brought me back. I think instead of instead of uh, <laughs> instead of what what is it started with the M- the dead speak. It should have been he's okay. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. His fa- his hands are kind of fucked up, but uh, you know he's fine. <laughs> Unlimited power. <laughs> That's uh, it. Okay. His hands are fucked up. Yeah, he's got all. Yeah, these remember his his hands are all fucked hands. up, no, just like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying we could you, we could throw him down a pit, but you it, never, not, it you probably never, won't work. You never see Emperor Palpatine and Mitch McConnell in the same room exactly. at the same time. Is all I'm saying. If we, I'm just saying. I'm also saying if we throw Mitch McConnell down a pit in one movie, JJ Abrams will just fucking back. bring him back later. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the fans want. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, I, I for an eye ratings. Are we are we doing lines? Are we done? Are you got any more dialogue? Quotes? Any good quotes? Uh, Kiefer, I mean, most of Kiefer's dialogue is pretty entertaining because oh, yeah. he's because he's so bad. Yeah, yeah. I've read a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but there is there is a, a line that did kind of that did kind of ring true at this day and age, where uh, Joe Mantegna is talking about how like you can't bust this guy for unless you have the you know all the right, right evidence lined up and all that stuff. When she's going like, you just fucking do something about this guy. He's running around raping and killing with impunity. Uh, and he goes, uh, he'll sue the city and end up with his own goddamn talk show. And you're like. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that happening. Oh yeah. Uh, ratings. Uh, two Juds. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 two Juds is like it's it's not as good as a two Jud movie. No. It gets two Juds for Kiefer Sutherland's incredible performance. Is <laughs> just like a, just a complete piece of shit. Yeah. Um, three Douglases because it has two really ugly sexual assault scenes. Yeah. Uh. And uh, I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 deadly ice sculptures. Ah, damn it. Almighty. Unbelievable. Yeah. <sighs> this is almost one of those ones where I want to give it like two. Like, you know, you, you, you guys get it. I'm going to give it three chuds. Yeah. But you people listening get it. This is a fucking terrible movie, but I thought it was I wasn't bored. wall-to-wall hilarious and insane. Sophie, I, Sophie, I really loved it. Sophie has pointed out to me that she's like Travis should just say that he just likes movies because he's like she's like every every episode he uh, there's he, plenty of movies I don't like. Like every episode he says he's. I thought this was terrible. I, I thought really this was terrible. It. Four Juds. She just, well, I've never done a four Juds no, movie. I know. I'm just that was terrible. I know I'm just kidding. She just it was it has. I'm just saying one of our listeners who is my girlfriend pointed that out to me <laughs> that you do that you do that. She was she wasn't saying it was a bad thing. She was saying that it was funny. I have <laughs> Stockholm syndrome with these kind of yeah, movies yeah. at this point, <laughs> as has been pointed out. Uh, and and I was so happy when it when this movie when if in the first few minutes where I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. this thing. I uh, mean, the ice sculpture thing was was hilarious. I mean, my god. Yeah. And again, look forward to us posting the Keeper Sutherland pouring coffee on a dog while the Macarena plays. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Sound on. Wonderful. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm just going to give it, <clears throat> God, two Douglases because it's all, because it is, it's, I don't know, it's just, I don't know. If we, we That second the, the, scene is really graphic. It's, it's not that graphic. I mean, there's not a lot of nudity, but you see it's it. Trying I mean, to be, it's it's trying gross. to be very extreme and intense without being, you know, I think it's trying to have it both ways. Sure. Um, but I I just uh, kind of don't feel like giving it the satisfaction. All right, that's fair. It, uh, I don't know. Nice. I'm being complex on this. Oh on, yeah, on, yeah. On this movie for sure. Uh, and I'm gonna give it um, ten out of ten cheap cups of coffee poured on a dog. Yeah. Nah. You, you guys took the two things. Uh, uh, did you? I looked uh, at the IMDb trivia for this movie, and uh, there's during that scene where she's following Keeper Sutherland. She's in that cafe. It's like right when she sees him pour the coffee on the dog, and there's a dude who like comes up and stands next to her, and it's just like, oh, I, I remember that. The somebody on IMDb is fucking convinced that that's Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his Marvel cameo. It literally says like, and that man is Stan Lee. And I'm like, I went back and looked at the scene. I'm like, did I just miss this? I don't think I don't think I missed Stan Lee cameo. But let's go check. And sure, it's absolutely not him. No, no, okay. no. But it is. It is so. It is very weird. I think it might. I don't think it's on purpose. But the the mo- motion that the guy makes is almost like, how about this guy, huh? Yeah, I know. He does like it's, make a little like weird. Oh, weird. Like it's, it's supposed weird. to mean something. Um. He's in the vigilante secret society. <laughs> you think he's gonna like turn up again yeah. or something? Uh, I give it one and a half Juds, uh, pretty much exclusively because keep. Oh, Sutherland you're just giving it what it deserves. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's eye for an eye, dude. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll go, t- I'll go two and a half Douglases because I don't think. Because while while it is it is nasty sort of, it's also holding back, and also there's not it's not like. Sleazy. Keeper Sutherland is a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'll go two and a half. Kitty, I'll say kitty pussy. I'll say half. I'll say half. that. That's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty gross. Uh, and I'll give it. Uh, ugh, I don't. Know. I've, I've forgotten all the good stuff in this movie already. I'm just gonna give it one ignored daughter. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> 
Jeez. Mommy, you're doing too much vigilanteism. <laughs> one ignored coworker. <laughs> one, one, be- one inexplicable Beverly to Angelo. <laughs> so weird. It was like you were in Pacific Heights. You want to come uh, do this one too? I don't have anything sure. for you to do. I got nothing. You, you can have two conversations with some, Sally Field. I can use How's a that? paycheck between National Lampoon's movies. <laughs> I don't even think your conversations with Sally Field even have anything to do with what's happening. No, they're in the completely movie. not substantive. They're just at like all. talking about the basketball game or yeah. something. I think she even. I, I think at one point she's like maybe at the funeral and she goes like I'm sorry about. The thing. Sorry about that. Sorry about the plot Oof. of the movie, and then like is <sighs> sorry, then, and then they're eating salads later. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. All right. Next. Speaking of good stuff, Oof. the next movie is not 2002's <laughs> I See You, which sat on the shelf for a while, was subject to many a reshoot. Yep. You ever play hide and seek? What makes that game so much fun? It's when the hunter is staring right at you. One by one, he takes them. I see you, but you don't see me. One by one, they fall. Nine dead cops inside of six months. This guy's a different breed. FBI agent Jake Malloy has followed his trail to this remote outpost. There's only ten of you cops. I don't think anyone's going to be bored. Now, one by one... Jack's missing. His fellow officers are turning up dead. Split the building into sections. Each person will clear that area. Life begins with death. Buried by the studio that didn't never be able to guess. I, yeah. I have to, I have to imagine that the movie that they originally shot was also it was not also good. bad. Like Jim Gillespie, director Jim Gillespie, who did, I believe, one of I forget which one of the I, I know what you did last summer's, more the first one or the second one. Oh, I wow. think he did the first one because I think Danny Cannon did part two, but I could have those reversed. We still know what you did. Jim I also know what you still did last weekend. <laughs> I continue to have right. awareness of. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I remember that name from, okay. uh, and it's it's got a packed cast. It's this is a I, I describe this movie as a masterclass in uh, how to waste an interesting mm-hmm. cast because it it is like the cast is stacked and like I I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you what any of these people did in the movie at all like except except for Stallone and even then it's like what was what? he he just is there but you got you Dutton, got is, Dutton is kind of fun a few in a few yeah. moments you got Stallone you got Charles S Dutton mm. you got Tom Berenger Berenger Robert Patrick, Patrick. Magahead Robert uh, Patrick Jeffrey Sean, Wright Jeffrey Wright Sean Patrick Flannery one of the Boondock Saints uh, you get Dina Meyer yep and uh, Polly Walker from Rome Polly Walker from Rome uh, and then some British guy. And, and well, a guy, he'll come back later. Yeah. Remember, remember, remember that name. A British guy. A British guy. That you don't even recognize from a, anything oh, else. Oh, and Chris Christopherson. And Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Oh, this so is like, a, as the opening credits were coming up, I'm like, oh, shit. Jeffrey Wright. Oh, wow. Okay. Jeffrey Wright. And uh, like you, you, might, you might think that Jeffrey Wright is very good and incapable of a bad performance. I don't know. <laughs> I don't he, know. He, surely, he sure isn't. <laughs> he, I mean, I don't he know if that's quite, his fault here. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> He's, every, no, I, everybody honest, sucks. In I, this, I don't know that it's any of the actors' faults. I think no. they all signed on to a thing, and like, it's like one of those things where, like, you know, these are all good actors, and but that can't, not even that can save. I don't know if Sean something. Patrick Flannery's a good well, actor. I, I can't vouch for him. 
but you know, all the other ones. It's a stacked cast of yeah. like people were and and sometimes they're trying, but the movie is like is movie is like hell bent on thwarting their efforts to make the movie interesting to look at or <laughs> well, watch in any way. Yeah, Except so for the first like ten minutes of the that's, movie. That's, yeah, those are fun. Br- that's the truly like br- like brutal part of it is that the movie really teases you with the good yeah, time. Yeah, because you texted us and you were like, "Oh man, this one's good already," and <laughs> I'm first, like, "No, yeah, just minutes, hang on." No, the first fifteen minutes, I was like, "We got another resurrection on our hands." Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this is gonna be yeah. a breakneck awesome stupid pile of shit like incredible novelty thing and it absolutely it does it for 15 minutes really well and then shuts the door in yeah. your face it's very it's very bad in a, in a very exciting fun way at first yeah for a while and then it immediately is very bad in the most boring way ever uh-huh <laughs> absolutely but i still kind of thought it was pretty funny throughout the <laughs> well get ready for travis's four and a half judds on this one <laughs> Maybe four. I'm not going for it. <laughs> okay, I'm not sorry. crazy. I'm so, sorry. Stallone sorry, is an sorry. FBI dude, and he's sure chasing is. a serial killer who kills cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, been, and this guy's been doing it for like six months well, now. He's, he's killed been, a bunch of and them. And this is, uh, and he's, he's been he's killing cops. But before he was a serial killer of cops, he was doing the regular like you know prostitutes and women yeah. serial killing. And he switched to cops. Uh-huh. And uh, and <laughs> Stallone <laughs> memorably has this very long bar sequence. <laughs> where, where he's like hanging out drinking with They're all these chugging. other cops because he's a, he's on he's a fed now yeah yeah and he's, yeah. he's hanging out with all his cop buddies, and they're like, when are you going to catch this fucking serial killer, man? He's killed, like, eight of my friends. He killed my neighbor Charlie last Tuesday. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> we all live in Copton. He's killing that guy over there right now. Do something about yeah, it. I mean, wh- I'm I mo- drinking I, right now. I'm I off moved, the clock. I moved to Copland to get away from this kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Robert Patrick. Um, and, and, like, yeah, so then they have, like, a drunken night, and he goes home to his girlfriend, Dina Meyer. From uh from Starship Troopers. Yep. Oh, yeah, and uh, and she plays a and she plays also, a, a neon green fiddle for she, him. She plays a neon green fiddle. She plays a, she also plays this woman this woman who uh, tries to seduce Brandon Walsh in uh, Beverly yeah, Hills 902 right, and right. season four. What a career! It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before uh, before we get, we get to like the all, all like the, the you know the movie itself, there is a hilarious uh, opening credit sequence uh-huh. that's kind of trying to be seven ish in its way, where it's got like fucked up visuals and newspaper reports of what the killer's been doing and then like the voiceover of what the stuff that the killer says and, and here's just a couple yeah yeah here's just a couple like uh, tidbits of how the, the killer talks and uh, i like this line i'm tired of the way things are as opposed to the way they should be <laughs> like whoa dude he's Uh-oh. like natural selection born to win born to lose born to die i want to create a world of pandemonium <laughs> It's 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 one of those Cut to Sylvester Stallone chugging beer. He's also one of those movie serial killers that has like no discernible pathology. He just like kill I kill people because I'm a bad man. <laughs> he even and, explains, and I'm deep, right? Yeah. He even explains himself at the end and it doesn't it's like it doesn't make any fucking It doesn't sense. make any sense, but also I I couldn't care less at that point. I was just I was just running out the clock. Well, he does oh, I'm but, also British it turns out. It turns out I'm the killer. Okay, the but like he, uh, uh, uh you got to wrap this up anytime <laughs> soon or do I have to sit here for a long time? What's going on? I don't on? know if you remember, but at the end when he at the end when he explains it when he's like monologuing he actually says something like you know i was killing these prostitutes and you just couldn't leave me alone <laughs> it's just it's like you had to get involved like, there were good people on both sides yeah Jesus. also according I, no, I read the imdb trivia and on this one too and apparently in the in the trailers for this they used like lines of of the killers that that stuff where he's like saying, "I want to create a world of pandemonium," but they didn't put the filter on, so it's the British dude talking <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> I want to create a world of pandemonium. I does. So, there we go. <laughs> Whoops! Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> 
fanciest pot of pandemonium. <laughs> oh, I, guess we, I guess we spoiled who the killer is. Anyway. Well, we'll, we'll address how stupid that it is uh, uh, when we get to it. It doesn't but, matter. But man, oh man, this this first 15 minutes is so in- insane and ridiculous. Um, it's bad too, and oh no, it's in like a bad way. it's like it's that kind of it's edited and directed in that in that like uh, it's early, this is early two thousands, but it's late nineties for sure. Like kind of like that like flash frames and like you know color like color yeah, like yeah. F- like green filters over random shots and yeah. like shit like that. And it's like oh, way overdoing f- it. Just like try going like I don't know. We need to try and make this exciting because we got nothing here. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like a long episode of Criminal Minds. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah. So basically, so basically, what you know, we we get uh, Stallone as the FBI guy, and he's drinking with the cops, and they're like, "Hey, stop this cop killer!" He's like, "All right, we'll see, we'll see about it." Know. You know, I haven't, I haven't stopped the cop killer in six months. <laughs> and it would, it would <laughs> just lose the field. You just killed fifteen feds. You just would have stopped him hey, already. You know, look, I, maybe we could come to some kind of arrangement here. Okay. And then, and then you're like, I wonder if that why guy, are you picking up me so much. I wonder if that guy uh, who just yelled at him. Zip it. Hey, look. I wonder if that guy oh. who just yelled at him is gonna get uh, get killed in the next. I season. gave you a chance to stop the cop killer, and you blew it. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. There's a really funny scene uh, when he gets home uh, <laughs> because <laughs> his wife, of course, I, it's uh, very funny when this happens. It happens all the time, and especially movies like this. But you know, Stallone was probably 57 or something like that <laughs> when this movie came out, and his wife is yeah, probably 20. Yeah, right. And so he comes home, <laughs> and you're like, "That's his daughter." Yeah, for right. sure, for sure. And then he sits down next to her. And you're like, "Wait, he's sitting down?" Right oh, they're ki- oh, I see. It's his wife. Yeah. And you're like, "Why is he kissing his daughter?" Oh, oh, I see. Of I course, guess. he's late for dinner too. There's a whole roast out on the table that's like not eaten. The roast has gotten cold. She's not mad. No, I got, she's I got, not, she's I got, I got four dead bodies on Venice Boulevard. <laughs> just sorry the I'm sorry, the goddamn roast got over, overcooked. Over and then, uh, yeah, you know, it, yeah, she doesn't have enough screen time for her to start doing the whole like, I wish you wouldn't be a cop all the time, or whatever. No. So she just like she w- goes fine into the, with She's it. like, I think you're the sexiest seventy-eight-year-old man of all time. Let's go do it in the bedroom. She's like, oh, pretty good life. Everything's gonna keep going great for me. And uh, and then I don't know the next the next scene uh, the killer. The killer strikes again. Killer strikes. The killer kills the guy, the the cop who was who was chastising Stallone for not catching the cop killer, and he strings him oh. up in the bar. How does he? How does he get him initially though? He knocks on the door. Guy goes up to the uh, eye hole to look, and then he drills them drills, oh, yeah. drills <laughs> them through the eye hole. That's just that's how he kills people in this section of the movie. Yes, because he does the same he, thing to Stallone's an, girlfriend. He's got an eye thing, so you understand why it's spelled E Y E C U. It all works. Well, also, he says he also that to says him. I see you all the time, mm-hmm. so it, it fits. It's a good title, guys. It's a good title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other title was Detox. D hyphen talks. D hyphen talks, and it also fits. It's yeah. a good title. And we'll find out why. Let's oh not spoil boy, that part. Let's not spoil that. Oh, let's get There's to it. Be plenty let's get of time to it as soon as we it. can, though. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> Silv Stallone is dealing is dealing with this cop who's had his eyes drilled out, and he's the killer. And he's and he's like strung hey, up. Which he's, one of you guys saw what happened to his eyes? He's strung up in the cop, <laughs> Where they put the his cop eyes. bar. He's yeah. like he's strung up in the cop bar. Yeah, murder. he's been strung up, kind of like had had his arms and legs bound behind him, and strung up with the baton shoved up his mouth. See, this is why I was going like, oh my god. Yeah. We we got this sure. sort of shit going on. Surely this will be well, like, it's like this the, the whole it's way. It's like the baseball bat down the dude's throat yeah. in a yeah, in, in identity. In, Identity, except identity, like as as like silly as you may think that whatever happens that is at least like the, it did a thing. Right, this movie is Absolutely. like is like doesn't it, it it doesn't do a fucking thing after this. 
No. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's doing things like this. It, it seems like this should totally have turned out that they were all split personalities. That would have yes. been something. Yeah. Oh, it, the movie I, you refuses know, fucking, to do anything. I fucking wish it turned out that they had taken LSD in Vietnam. Right. Like I wish anything. Or that Pruitt Taylor Vince was at least in it. Yeah, that would have been something. Just look, like, not even he doesn't even have any lines. He just one shot of him like shifting, look yeah. shifty eyed, and that's it. What? But the movie feels like it's going to have this breakneck pace because this this cop is strung up and this is like minute five. You're yeah. like, holy shit. And then like the, the killer's calling up and he's like, I'm going to kill your wife now, your beautiful wife. Is that your daughter or your wife? I can't. Holy shit, that's your wife? Wow. She's young. But young for Very you. young for you. Rattle robbing the cradle, aren't <laughs> not, you not to, like, judge, not to be too judgy. I mean, you know, whatever. Love, love sees the heart no wants age. What the heart wants. Heart wants <laughs> that's why I'm going to rip her heart out oh, right now. Made, made December romance. Seems like a real, like, more, more, like a, more like a March December romance, really. But anyway. Uh, uh, January, I, I, December. I, I, January I, I, and whatever month comes after December. I digress. <laughs> January, January romance. You know, it's like a whole year apart. Yeah, it's a leap like, year too, so there's a whole extra day. In. <laughs> uh, oh, <but> like, <laughs> oh. Anyway, by the way, anyway, you, I, I, uh, you've got a bigger age gap than Sean Connery and his wife in that other movie. You know the one where ScarJo is his daughter. Jesus Christ, that was fucked up. <laughs> I can't believe I had to watch Sean Connery making out with Catherine Zeta Jones. She was like 21. Christ Almighty, yeah. <laughs> she likes him old though. Anyways, now, now it's Buffalo Bill. I prattle on. <laughs> She's a great big fat person. Big fat person. Uh, okay, but anyways, uh, so like minute six or minute seven, he's drill. He drills through the. Uh, he knocks on the wife's door and he drills through her eye, and you're like, man, that's yeah. oh shit. And then he's like taunting. He's like, try, try to come save her, and he's like, oh, okay, okay. And he like, <laughs> he's trying to, just trying to get her. And then he, he like calls. He calls. He ha- he hangs up and calls other cops, and then he like. That goes like go get her, and then so the other cops. Go-go. By the time he shows up there, the other cops are there, and the best part of the whole movie is this shot where he walks into the house, and all these cops are standing there looking at him. So and many it's like cops a POV, there before he and they're all there. standing looking at him, and they all they just part. They all part ways. They move out of the way to reveal his wife's dead body, like hanging from the ceiling with her eyes drilled out, <laughs> and they're like they're all looking at him solemnly, and then they all kind of just like scoot to the side. It's extra funny because just like we were talking about in the last movie, it's like cops. In front of the house, and the guy's yeah. like running to get in, and they're like, "Just don't stop!" And they're not telling him anything, and they're like, "Just keep him from getting in there." And then when he get, does get in there, they're like, "All right, let him see it." It's so funny. Goes, they oh, like, oh, they, "Oh no, <laughs> oh man, this really bummed me out, uh, brother." Oh uh, shit, man. And so this is the thing that really takes the gravity out of the scene <laughs> is just by the way it's made. You're like this. This is supposed to be like this horrifying scene, but it turns hilarious because of the way they go. Like it's like they reveal it. Like, uh, <laughs> right? Door number Ta-da. two, <laughs> and voila, voila. Here's your dead wife. <laughs> the prestige. <laughs> and so he's like holding on. Oh, man. oh brother! Oh, oh no! I guess I'm and, gonna sink into alcoholism. And so he sinks into alcoholism, and he Three spends. And this is why Stallone spends the rest of the movie being sad. It's so weird. He, there's a scene before. I guess there's a scene before three months later where he like cuts his wrists. And this was a chance. Yeah. This was what I thought the, the movie was another opportunity the movie had to like do a thing because I really thought just because this movie is weirdly directed and yeah. always feels kind of off and unreal at any particular scene. So I think it's this, just 
poorly directed. Exactly. You can <laughs> you confuse get to the those end. two. You, you yeah, figure yeah. that out. Yeah. But I, I was talking to Kevin about this, this part where he like he's sitting, you know, he kind of breaks into his house where all the shit happened. He's, he's at the end of his rope. Charles S. Dutton's confronted him about his alcoholism. He's really at a low nadir. By the way, Charles S. Dutton's con- confrontation of him for his alcoholism is very ineffective. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, oh, you're going to sink into alcoholism. Well, fuck you. You're a piece of garbage. Why don't you just drink yourself to death? Like no, he's he not literally, really he literally Charles S. Dutton, who is like a police captain or something, literally like, if you want to kill yourself, kill yourself, and he puts yeah, a gun down, like, literally in front of him, and Stallone like shoots it into the ceiling, and Charles S. Dutton goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" And you're like, "You <laughs> fucking gave him the gun." I, it's just it, it was it reminded me of Jacob's Ladder too, where it's just like where the, like these people that are supposed to care about the protagonist who is like sinking into whatever alcoholism, insanity, what have you, are not supportive at all. <laughs> so your wife got drilled drilled to death. Hey, why don't Get you just eat a bullet like a man? All of our wives got drilled to death. Death, okay. <laughs> We're sick of you moping. <laughs> it's tough love. Um, I mean, if Charles S. Dutton told me to quit moping, I think I would take it to heart anyway. I would love Charles S. Dutton to Aww. tell me to quit moping. Um, but anyways, so like after, right after this scene, Stallone is uh, break, breaks back into his uh, the crime house. He's uh, leaning up against the wall. The house. He's weird. leaning up against a wall, and then he like cuts his both of his wrists, yeah. and he just sits there. And the camera so, like kind of slowly zooms in on him, looking miserable. And then it kind of like fades out and fades into him riding in a car in the winter time with Charles S. Well, Dutton. Charles to, Dutton has yeah. To detox, and I was like, ooh, is this going to be a thing mm-hmm. where, like, it turned out he was dead all along? Right, like he killed <laughs> like he himself and imagined the mystery or whatever? Because the way that it cuts, I mean, it doesn't show him, like, getting saved after cutting his wrists or anything. It just sort of, like, fades away from that. Oh, we skipped. Oh, yeah. What did we skip? We skipped the whole part where they catch the guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just chases after him, frantic, and then he gets it's, away it's again. His, it's his frantic, poorly directed... Rooftop and chase. ...edited uh, and with, action with, sequence. With the, the cops in the helicopter think that Stallone is the one that they're supposed to be chasing in that yeah. scene. Anyway. It's uh, pretty bad. They can, that's where you, but that's where your first CICU is written on, like right. the, the dead uh, SWAT guy who I is hanged and then I think we're supposed to think it was him or something. Yeah, yeah. They think it might have... They think it was him. They think they got him. Yeah. And then Stallone goes in and like sees him and goes like, oh, and shoots him a bunch of times, but he's already dead. Anyway, he's sorry, dead. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your... That, but does, the, that does happen. But yeah, then, doesn't, and that's where we get the first kind yeah. of like antagon- uh, like direct antagonism from the guy where he's like, I see you, I'll always be there, it's, and I'm watching you. It's important check. because the title of the movie is I See You, and he yeah. says and it, it like comes four up. times. It comes it. up a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but then he's taken... So Charles has done is taken him to this like remote, brutalist... Yeah, well, it used it was a decommissioned like Navy <laughs> radar station or something in Antarctica. Yeah, it's like up in fucking Yukon somewhere, <laughs> and Chris Chris. It's run by Chris Christopherson. Is like I chose it because ain't nobody can come out here. It's just like it's just I unbelievable. People are trying to get over horrible psychological problems. Put it's, them in a. It looks like brutal. It, it's, gray. it looks like Oz, but it's specifically yes, it looks it's like, like the part, the jail in Oz. It's it's, it is voluntary. It's specifically for uh, law enforcement. Yes. Though. That's a, that's the important thing is that like because then it, it turns into an Agatha Christie who done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amusingly, all law enforcement, like mm-hmm. including British law enforcement, mm-hmm. yeah. Canadian Mounties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which one FBI? is the Mountie? Who was the Mountie? I can't remember. <laughs> was it Sean Patrick Flannery? Was there a Mountie? One there, of them there is, is a, Mountie. a Mountie. Yeah, because I'd just seen another movie like the day before with the Dudley Mountie. Do-Right? So I was like, lots of yeah, Dudley Do Right again. <laughs> it's <laughs> also it every week. I mean, it's not easy to guess. Yeah, it's also a problem because like you get all these actors in here, and it's supposed to, it, it is it is just like a, a you know Agatha Christie yeah. uh, murder yeah. mystery at this point, and and like all these actors are pretty distinct, and it should be, but like it's it doesn't the movie doesn't make like you know it should be one of those where you go like oh all these distinctive characters was it this crazy person was it this guy he's got a weird thing, it, and like the, the movie ki- isn't interested in that at all. The which kills aren't even any good. No. 
Oof. Like I think like Chris Christopherson, like the, at one point there's a big winter storm, and so they're all like trying to turn the lights back on. Some shit. They're all out in the storm looking for something. I think one of them's gone missing, so they're like looking yeah. for the body. And then oh, here comes a dude in a hood with an axe and just swings the axe cut. Chris Christopherson's dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it doesn't they have really any cool. Do the cutaway. It yeah. doesn't have any cool like. And then he fucking killed this dude by putting him in a <clears throat> thresher. You know what I mean? It doesn't do any of that. And stuff. And it's R rated, so there's no yeah. reason not to except to save money, I guess. But the, the, that's, the movie that, had been doing all kinds of shit at the beginning too, where you think like, okay, well at least the Kills will be weird. Yeah, yes. yeah, like at least people will get their heads drilled. People open are getting and drilled. Shit. I mean, it's a real tease. But most of, no, most of the movie is kills that, that happen like kind of off screen or yeah. just cut or away they from. They get like injected with poison and die right. that way. Or, like that. Uh, but then the rest of it is just them like moping and crying in group therapy <laughs> and, <laughs> and again like, and arguing therapy. with each and other. Chris Christopherson absolutely refusing to intercede in he any of this. He doesn't do anything. He's very bad at his job. Most of the most of the group therapy is just Robert Patrick going like, "You guys are all a bunch of pussies. Right. Yeah. Get over your Sean dumb Patrick pussy bullshit." Cry. And Chris Christopherson's like, I'm going to let this play out, Blade. Look, we all got our demons. <laughs> this is what he says when he's like <laughs> walking Stallone around the horror. I've seen shit that'll turn you white. <laughs> this is when Christopherson's walking Stallone around these horrifying, nightmarish halls of this place where he's where he's been sent to get better. Yeah, he's like, we're going <laughs> to detox your ass and then tackle your demons head on in group sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Stallone's like, uh, I don't know. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> when he said that, in the, like, I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, God, do we have to? <laughs> Shit you swallow doesn't digest. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> He's like, are you going to make me better or something? Nah, we can't do that. <laughs> and we won't. Uh, we won't even try. Uh, refuse. Uh... Meanwhile, uh, J- he Dut- sings Sunday morning coming down after that too. <laughs> Dutton's in like a nearby town because he like yeah he won't, off he doesn't want to leave he doesn't want to leave he's like I'm gonna hang out because I I care about you even though I that's gave a you long the- that's a long stretch I mean basic detox is 28 days I mean <laughs> what's he gonna stay in a hotel well, who kind of cop is it's, this it's he's another, staying in a hotel he just, goes ice, he's going ice fishing I'm just saying I think he's, he's using no, he's his vacation a, time yeah, I don't he know. rents out a tiny like log cabin apparently yeah. but it's another one of those details that I just thought like that's weird there must be something weird going on and no it's just a thing. Totally. You're like you're gonna stay for his whole detox. At this point, it's I was like, he cares oh, he's, he's such him. a good friend. He's the killer, right? No. <laughs> no. Well, no, because he's he's in town, and he, that leads to him finding another body and yeah. realizing that oh no, there's a murderer. Or it's the, he somehow figures out it's guy. the same guy because they yeah. him and some other old dude find a dead body while he's ice fishing, and he's like, I can't even go ice fishing. I can't even take a vacation while my friends in oh. detox <laughs> in this in this nightmare detox scenario. <laughs> nightmare detox. Uh, have some chips. Yeah, there's yeah, have some there's crap a, chips. There's a fun uh, scene, you know, they do the thing where they int- introduce to all of the people that are in therapy with them, and they're all characters, uh-huh. you know, they all got their own shit, like one of them. One of them's got them, a hook hand, one, one guy's got a, a violin <laughs> case with a machine gun inside one it. One of them's a clown. Yeah. He doesn't, he talks with a horn. <laughs> I wish that they were more, That would be awesome, they were, by the way. <laughs> that they were more characters, though. you know, like, I mean. I, th- just none of them made it any impression on me at all. Yeah, one of them really like uh, it's, it's just kind of like that. One of them is a lady, and she basically is like that clown who t- she does. She doesn't say anything yeah. the whole movie. She just is a lady who is there. Also, we got a lady, so she and she's kind of like a tough bitch. I, th- I guess that's no, there's, it. There's two ladies. Well, there's the doctor, the Polly doctor. Walker. Yeah. Um, it's just like as far as patients are concerned, you got Ro- you got Robert Patrick is like the the guy who thinks everyone's pussies, and mm-hmm. I don't he's know. the Dennis. He's in the Dennis Leary role. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is voluntary. You don't have to be here. Sure, <laughs> Robert Patrick. If you don't believe in it, uh, Jeffrey Wright h- has been like shot in the face, and so he's Jeffrey Wright like, in mentally, bug out mode. He's and in it's bug boring. out mode. Yeah, he's terrible in it. <laughs> he's like, I'm crazy, man. He's like, you didn't think I'd be crazy, did you? But I am. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, Tom Berenger isn't one of the patients, right? No, he's, he's just, the cook. He, like, works there. He's the cook. Skip. And then uh, I'm the cook. I'm Tom Berenger. You might forget that I'm in this movie if you're Kevin. Yeah, you'll absolutely forget that. Uh, <laughs> suck your eyeballs for Juju Bees guy. Stephen Lang. Stephen he's, Lang. He's one of the it? orderlies, and he's like the immediate first suspect because he's a dick. Yeah, but he but he's barely in it too. He kind of like no. He's the first one that gets killed. That's right. But Jesus they all they all think that he's like like you're you're getting primed to think that this guy is going to be the, the bad guy because now they found the body mm-hmm. and you're like oh it's him it's going to be whatever his name is yeah and then uh, because he's like mean he's just rude to everybody yeah but he gets killed first every t- is the kind of thing where like every you're like ooh that must be the guy and then he gets killed and you're like whoa they're keeping us guessing yeah right uh who who else what uh, what other celebrities are Did Sean we, Patrick we Flannery Sean Patrick Flannery yeah. one of them is like a super is like crying all the time about that's shit. Sean Patrick Flannery that's Sean Patrick Flannery yeah. okay one of them is British yeah one of them's a British keep guy keep that in mind it's gonna become important it's later. gonna be very important you shouldn't listen you, to British people you won't recognize the actor he's some guy he's not very interesting <laughs> I guarantee you but, somebody's gonna write to us and be like he's in this thing and you're like oh, oh yeah. yeah sure okay he played Claudius in I Claudius. Yeah, right. He what played I in I Claudius. <laughs> he's an actor who's in other things, I'm sure. I but have like, to assume. Sure, I mean at least at least one I other thing. I didn't recognize him. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't remember from anything, but I wasn't I wasn't looking either. <laughs> no, not incredibly engaging. Uh, and and this whole time Stallone is just sad. Yeah. Like the way people want to see him. And just like it just sulking. nothing happens. It's sort of like routine. It just it rotely goes through the motions of like, and then this guy gets killed, and then this guy gets killed, and then blah blah blah. And He's then, then like, it's over. I mean, yeah. that, that's there's like the whole middle. The whole middle of this movie is nothing. Yeah, I couldn't even remember the specifics of like. I can't either. And I, I watched it like three days. You guys ago. are talking about who got killed in what order, and I'm like, God damn, you guys remembered way more about this than I did. I mean, after at that point is when I'm I'm I don't remember anything. I don't even remember. I don't remember how Jeffrey Wright died. I don't remember. I remember nope. how Chris Christopherson gets killed because it's totally unceremonious. I, I just realized he wasn't in the movie anymore. And right. I was like, oh, I guess he got killed. One hundred percent. Well, I was like looking at something else. I don't know. I re- and I remember that Polly Walker gets through to the end. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of people. Yeah, there's like they they don't have enough time in this movie to kill off enough of them. So like it's it well, seems like the kind of movie where just all of them get picked off and it's gonna be down. But there's still kind of like plenty of people left oh, by yeah, the end. Yeah, like cause, cause because at the end, like it was like 20 minutes before it was over, and I like pressed the you know pressed the clicker to see like how much longer is left in this fucking thing, and I'm yeah. like, there's 20 minutes left in this, but there's still like eight people alive. <laughs> yeah, they kill a bunch of them off out in the cold. Yeah, like because they lock some of them outside. It wants to be like the thing at some point too, you know, right. kind Everybody's of like, like very much a thing going Cause on. Because then, then Stallone comes back and they're all like, "You did it! You killed Where this have you guy!" Been? Or, what yeah. were you doing out there? You got to nail it shut. There's it, a whole, there's a hammer and nails by the door. It did, it did remind, yeah, and then it made made me think of 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 uh, Hateful Eight too, because it was which is also does like a murder mystery in the snow, but is like but is good, entertaining and fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, just like a- adding to the kind of like this was maybe not a good idea to base your detox mental wellness facility in a uh, <laughs> remote facility where if the boiler goes out, everybody dies. Right, seriously. Because it's basically in, Antarctica. In a disused set from a Resident <laughs> Evil movie. It's, it's a goddamn nightmare. It's a fucking Nine Inch Nails music video. God. Paint the place yellow it's the at least. prison from that Tool video. We're going to do healing in the most noxious environment possible. This This is philosophy. It's tough love. Read theory, Blade. <laughs> yeah, tough love indeed. I'm gonna ga- gather a bunch of assholes together in like this concrete bunker and have Robert Patrick call them all pussies <laughs> until and then the next uh, step three, step four question mark and then profits. profits. Profit. 
Well, I mean, like we were <laughs> saying, never worked this, before. This was this was they did something. They test screened this and it tested so badly that they went and reshot the ending and stuff. They oh. did a bunch of reshoots. God, I can't imagine what the test, other ending was like. Tested it again and it was like, nope, we still hate this. <laughs> um, this is just what I've read. And then and then the so the studio just kind of like it sat on the shelf for a while and then it kind of got dumped. And I like I remember seeing this when it first came out, like you know when it finally got released on a Russian DVD at Scarecrow, like a PAL format yeah, Region that. 5 disc. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this came out somewhere? Yeah. I've been hearing about how this is so supposed to be so terrible. And lo and behold, it was. <laughs> it really is. It's terrible in the uh, the least interesting way f- yeah. for me. Like, I think Eye for an Eye is terrible in, a, in an interesting way because sure. you're like, why and what would you do that? And this one's just like, well, you didn't have to. You didn't have to continue making this movie, and it just like you couldn't even be bothered to be stopped. exciting. You know, they should have stopped at the script, maybe. But right? that, yeah. If and if you, this movie, the movie, this movie really reminded me of was Mindhunters. Yeah, which is a much better movie about a bunch of people trapped in a weird location with a murderer. Also dumb, but, but really more, but way, fucking but way dumb. Way more fun. Way more fun. We got to do that on Christian we do Slater this getting uh, shattered. Yeah, I mean, it also has like one of the great and and bad guy like killer bad guy lines where he's like, you know, like his weakness was bullets. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he says. That's what, that's what Ice. That's what Ice T says before he kills the bad guy. His weakness is bullets. Vil- Val Kilmer turned into a marionette. Yeah, I, mean, oh I man. could go on and on. This movie's one of, wonderful. One of the great Rennie Harlan ma- forgotten masterpieces. <laughs> one of the great LL Cool J performances. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's LL Cool J, not Ice T. Sorry. <laughs> not the, not this movie though. No, well, this movie is boring. This could use LL Cool J. Uh, so anyway, it's what that's like a shark spin. So, so anyway, guys, it is. It's the uh, British guy. It's He's the British guy. Yeah, and and I don't, and I when Stallone figures it out, I couldn't, I didn't know how he figured it out. There's just like a part when he like looks at some, he look looks at this book of matches. Yeah. that is like the old bar that he used to go to, and That's he goes, it. "It's the British guy." And well, like, the, he, oh. got, he got the matches off that dude at some point. Oh, the British guy gave. Yeah. The, oh, I see. And yeah, then yeah. he goes, and then he goes like, well, "I was at that bar that night." You see, and there's a flashback to him watching watching that cop. It's, yell it's at from him. He's it's like, it's POV I, too. It's yeah. POV. I considered for a second going back to see if he was in the scene, <laughs> but then I was like, ah, "I'm not gonna." <laughs> If that's the clue, shouldn't he have just figured that, that out the instant he gave him the book of matches? Well, look, I haven't solved a mystery in like six months. You <laughs> I'm just, rusty. You, just, you lose the feel. I'm a little rusty. I've been, been, in, a, a, I've been in a funk, you know. I've been, I've been I, you know, people gave me the matches. I was drunk. <laughs> he was a hardcore alcoholic. Yeah. These are all hardcore alcoholics. Is that well, this is a really funny part when one of the one of the guys goes into to see, like seizes because they they, they, they somebody told, stole all their medication. That was keeping them from seizing up from lack of alcohol, and so um, the lady from Rome is like feeling is like pouring booze into his mouth. He's like, because there's no medication, he's seizing up because of his alcoholism. He's like, there was booze in this detox facility. Why is there alcohol here? That seems like a bad idea. Jesus Christ! Catherine, nip. Well, I'm not an alcoholic. There's nothing wrong with me having a little hey hey. Oh boy, (laughs) life is for the living. <laughs> what is it he impales the British dude, or the killer on? Is it like a snowblower thresher oh, thing? Oh, this scene's pretty great. It's is like it? some sort of spike machine. I it's, honestly don't remember. He just fights the guy and then throws him onto the thing. Well, it's it's a little it's a little better than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Come on. Well, credit where it's due. <laughs> credit where credit's due. All right, so you know, you get the idea. Like the, he finds out it's the can you believe it? The British guy. Mm. Whoa. It's come of the earth. It's like, it's it's like, like that's a, right, it was me all along. The a, a guy who was here. With that cast and you're like What a who, twist. Which one of these which one of these character actors is <laughs> did it? And it's like, oh the guy this None is of some, them. The, it's some guy. It's this other guy. Hello. And, and what's his relationship Hello. to Stallone? Eh, he doesn't like him. Yeah. He's a murderer. Well he's like, you had to get involved. 
He didn't like that he was... You cops always trying to stop me from killing. Yeah, he didn't like that this cop was getting involved in his murder spree. (sighs) But anyways, so he followed (laughs) him all the way up to this... I mean, it's just like... (laughs) It's really... You needed that revenge, buddy. Pretty elaborate plan. Yeah. Uh... But anyway, so it's the, the the standard sort of like stalking through stuff. It's it's this is I, you know it's all boring, but this is pretty boring stuff up until the part where and then some sort of warehouse where they, I guess they keep uh, no. maintenance equipment or something like that, and and they get in a little scuffle together and and then the, Stallone like throws the guy and he lands on some sort of machine that has a bunch of spikes sticking out of it. I don't know what it's. I guess it's used for glacier m- mowing glaciers or something like that i don't know what it is but anyways he's like <laughs> on the spikes glaciers. and then and the guy is still alive and he has spikes like sticking through him and shit like yeah, that, yeah. bunches of them and they're all the way through his body and he's like uh, uh, you fuck you man i see you oh no did <laughs> no, he say i see I you he does. <laughs> he does you write it down yeah, well, I have Stallone's line i don't have what he's he's taunting him somehow yeah he's probably going like it was pretty fun killing you Wife, your daughter. I mean, wife. And the then he's like, I see you. He picks him up. He picks him up off of the spikes, turns him around, and then he goes, I see you. No, you see this. And then <laughs> and then throws him back on the spikes again, front frontwards this time, though. So, he gets, so this time it kills him. Yeah. Okay. I see you. No, you see this. I am law. You can't if you get stabbed through the back by spikes, you'll probably be fine. But if you go, they go, they go in through your front, you're done. Mm. You're done for. I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved that. Um, and then but, it's like that's over. Pretty much it. Yep. Does Charles S. Dutton survive? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. comes back. That's good because he he's yeah he's just a yeah. I mean, it's like good job, buddy. I don't think anybody's necessarily good in this, but Dutton like you know he he does okay. Does his thing. He he gets to be funny at least a few times in this movie that's otherwise gray and grim. Yeah, the whole oh. thing is like shot. In, it's either in the snow or yeah. in this gunmetal gray facility. And, and every, like, there isn't yeah. a drop of color after the first fifteen minutes. Nope. Yeah. And, and everybody and everybody's more or less miserable in it mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah. And the yeah that first fit, I can't say enough about how f- just fun and stupid that first fifteen minutes are. They're also just like it's, yeah very colorful and and crazy and, yeah. and fast paced, and then it just becomes the opposite of that. While also the same stupid. Um, but yeah, there is there is a shot at the very end where the camera like zooms in on Stallone and he looks over at Charles S. Dutton and he goes, "I'm not an alcoholic anymore." And then uh, and then it rolls <laughs> then it rolls credits. So I've been detoxed. I've been detoxed, and he's like, "That's great." Let's go back to being cops again. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go. You know, I got over my wife's death, too. And then there's going to be ICU, too. Oh, no. <laughs> that guy got off of the spikes again. I see you as well. <laughs> I also I continue I also, to see you. I, continue, I, still, see, Wait, we, I still see you are we get, last summer. Are we getting ICs? <laughs> I see you. You know what? I could go for a drink. Actually, that would have been a good last line. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and then they both laugh. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> let's go get a drink. Ah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Anywhere you want I see you. Anywhere you want it, I see you. Come on, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> this is some kind of party, huh? got a party. Oh, <laughs> relax. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! You got any more quotes from this uh, monster? Let's see. This is the this is Robert uh, Robert Patrick talking about uh, how everybody's everybody's a pussy. Just his his thing is just talking shit about it. He's just weak like the rest of you, mamsy pamsy motherfuckers. Jeez. I enjoy that. Oh, this is Jeffrey Wright's uh, signature line. 
Any idea the three most overrated things oh my God, in the I world? This. this is bizarre. Any idea the three most overrated things in the world? An answer for for yourselves at home right now and see if <laughs> right. you're. And you see have five seconds. <laughs> okay, do you have your answers written down? Here it is: home cooking, home fucking, and the FBI. All right, home fucking is is uh, overrated, guys. <laughs> So he likes to do it in phone booths and public, fields, yeah. stuff like that. Well, I guess the thrill of maybe being caught, you know. Oh, this is Charles S. Dutton when he confronts him in that in the bar before they, uh, you know, go to de- detox. <laughs> you blow your brains out like a damn man and stop pissing on Mary's memory one sorry ass day at a time, and I'll take care of your tab. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a tab. That's tough love right there. Uh, that's it. Oh, an insane man could not have accomplished this. this that's oh, they always say yeah. that stuff too. Like I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Mm. I think you have a weird conception. Of I, mean, I don't think I, I don't think anybody but an insane man would make the trip. <laughs> yeah. I think that it requires insanity. Just wait till he gets, do wait till he gets back from detox and kill him then. No way, a guy who drills people's eyes out could be insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking weird. Jesus. Uh, ratings. Two juds. Mostly, mm. mostly for the first fifteen minutes, and you know, I'm sorry they got wasted, but it was, you know, I like to see the, all those actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm gonna give it no, no Douglases. Uh, no, no Douglases. I can't think of anything. Nope. Uh, no Wangs in this. The murderer yeah. isn't even like a nary a Wang. Nary a Wang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no Wangs. Uh, and I'm gonna give it. Uh, no big floppers. No, <laughs> no uh, dingle dangles. <laughs> no meat curtains. Keep going. Uh, no. Uh, that's it. Those are the only. Those are the only ones. There's no. There's not that many euphemisms for penises. No, it's not a thing that mankind has worked on very hard. <laughs> it's not like money or jail. No, there's like a hundred of them. Oh yeah, there's like three. <laughs> All right. So and then I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Uh, it was the British guys. Oh, shocking. Oh, yep. oh, that's, 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 that's it. Yeah, that was it. It's it. Yeah. We were really invested in this one, audience. <laughs> Sorry if you heard me eating chips in any of these silences here. So. I kind of enjoyed it. Um, it is absolutely terrible. Not nearly as fun bad as the last one. I'm, t- I'm also going to give it two juds. I can't go that far. It's pretty bad. I love that first 15 minutes, and it is much more boring for the rest of the movie, but it is uh, like the whole time I was kind of going like, Jesus Christ, this, my God. I mean, it's it's a real it's a really embarrassing movie. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Berenger, like that guy had a hell had a quite a career to like get to this point. That's yeah, my God, that's right. Tom Berenger was in it. Tom, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we forgot. Yeah, he just turns up dead. Like he, they're going down a hallway and like, oh no, he's been on a meeting well, like, or something. He's like, uh, yeah, I don't, what is, what he's got like four matter. lines in it. It's, yeah, yeah. What happened? People were doing this as a favor or something. I know. <laughs> uh, zero, zero, um, Douglas's nothing, of, nothing like that at all. Oh, and uh, and we forgot to point out, and so I'm gonna, I'll put it here. Two ICUs written on the inside of someone's eyelids. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because there, there is a a part where he Stallone like finds a dead body. He's like, hold on, let me check something. And eye. he unzips the he unzips the body bag or whatever, and like. And then the eyes are gone. He's like, "Oh, that that's not good." And then he pulls up. <laughs> he, he pulls up these eyelids, and the guy has like, yeah. fairly pretty legible yeah, writing yeah. written ICU under both <laughs> eyelids, both of them. Uh, he sees us. Oh, that's that not good. <laughs> oh, this is a bad sign oh. right here. Uh, I think I know who it might be. I need a drink. 
<laughs> Let's go get a beer. Uh, you guys got any booze? <laughs> uh, what are you gonna give it? Oh, one. One Judd. I was gonna give it half, but I'll just I'll go ahead and give that it bad. one. It's bad. Right. No, it's fine. I think it's I think it's bad enough for half, but I think that first fifteen minutes was it didn't annoy me. I think that's where I, that's where I draw the line is like uh, you know Suicide Kings annoyed right. annoyed me like it was bad and also like i was irritated watching it this just was i just couldn't this was just hard for me to even pay attention to right. because it the, the movie itself didn't seem to give a shit that it existed mm-hmm. <laughs> like why does why do why do i exist uh, no reason get myself over with uh so one one jed zero douglas's and pff, well here i'm just gonna read this thing and then i'll give my oh, yeah yeah so i got i got a comment on my letterboxd review mm-hmm. from uh, a guy uh james the last name I can't pronounce, so apologies. Rivnak. Rivnak, okay. Uh, he said, uh, I worked at Blockbuster when this came out, and we inexplicably inexplicably decided to overstock the shelves with this. Almost 300 copies on VHS <laughs> DVD combined for reference. That's more than we initially carried for the Born Identity. And after a year or so of putting copies into the previously viewed bin at ever-decreasing prices, we finally ended up destroying the last 50 or so, leaving one rental behind for preservation. I still kind of dig this for its jumbled and haphazard construction. Wow. Uh, but uh, thanks for that comment. And I'm going to, so I'm going to give it uh, three, I'm going to give it 50 destroyed copies of this movie. <laughs> like the E.T. video game. Uh, <laughs> just landfills of it. That was that, that he commented on it and I'm like, that was so much, that like just that, that comment was so much more entertaining than this movie to me. Yeah. Like this movie couldn't have bored me more, but then when he said that, I'm like, oh my God, that's a, yeah, that was a big, <laughs> a big swing for them to get 300 that copies is, of this movie. That is really bad video store management right there. I mean, it's a blockbuster. Blockbuster's a blockbuster. not in business anymore. Anyway, Absolutely. thanks for the comment, James. <laughs> that's just such a bad... That's like as bad as it gets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Christ almighty. Well, I, I don't know. I've never heard of it before, but it's got Sly Stallone in it. <laughs> so it's going to fly off the shelves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a bigger seller than Born Identity, <laughs> a movie people know about. <laughs> a noted box office success. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This yeah. would be straight to Netflix now, you know? Yeah. If that. Uh. Oh, no. Netflix has got plenty of terrible shit like this. Yeah, well, you <laughs> yeah. might say so. Uh, okay, yeah. red eye. Let's bring it on. Sorry, Let's sorry, bring it home. I fell asleep there for a bit. Yeah. Red eye next. Actually, Wes I ate Craven's. these delicious Utz crab chips that Matt brought us today. Yeah. Yes, thank They're you, good. Matt. You're welcome. Most Utz. delicious chips in the world. Utz, the best crab chip. Now send us some. Yep, send us send us chips. Yeah, Johnny Utz, if you're listening, Mr. Utz, scion of the Utz family, <laughs> Jimmy Utz, the Utz, the Utz family, Bobby Fortune, Utz. Eddie Utz, Utz O's, Utz O's, who's in the Utz mansion. Overlooking Baltimore, <laughs> who's possibly Baltimore's Batman. Oh, he definitely is, yeah. <laughs> the guy who fight, who beats up... Uh, Billy Utz. He beats up John Waters. Beats up drug dealers every day. <laughs> beats up John Waters every yeah. day. Oh, no. John Waters has his own Batman who just well, kicks John his Waters ass every is, day. John Waters is the Joker of Baltimore, so... <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Just because he's not evil doesn't mean he doesn't have an arch, nemes- arch nemesis. <laughs> you know, Batman's politics are dubious. Uh, well, oh yeah, goddamn right, absolutely. Okay, anyway, sorry, but moving on to their na- our last movie, Wes Craven's Red Eye, the one that I enjoyed the most. Yeah, of course, the one that I watched first. I actually had just planned on watching only this one. Cheers. Hi, that's actually my son. You're kidding. You're not kidding. So what are the odds, huh? I know. You're not stalking me, are you? No. <gasps> So what do you do?
then I ended up watching all three of these. You back, weren't going to watch them at all? I mean, I'd only plan on watching this one like one night. Oh, I was like, I was I like I'm just going to throw this one because it's an hour and 25 minutes. And uh, hour, then, one, of it's one of its great minutes. selling points. And then I watched it and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not sleepy yet. I'm going to watch Eye for an Eye. And then I was like, you know what? I haven't had enough punishment. I'm going to watch this. So I watched all three of these in a row. Wow. But I did I did watch Red Eye first, which I think I'd, I'd seen at least most of it before. I'd seen this a couple of times before. This movie should be called 85 Minutes because yeah. that's really, I mean, this is a this is a good movie, but that's like the highest selling point. It's pretty good. I think it's, I think because it's so brisk, it, people are like, oh man, Red Eye, actually really, really good. I'm like, it's fine. It's I, pretty fine. good. I wouldn't say really, really good, but I'd say good. Yeah. And my main, my main problem with it is that it's PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just think that if it was still 85 Minutes, but it was like rated R and then some of, there was like a some couple. fucked up shit in it. Because it like gets, it gets almost there a couple times, yeah. but it's like, well, it's PG-13, so it can't quite get, you know, I just feel like it, it, it needs a few moments of like whoa that was fucked up yeah and it would be it, i'd probably you know uh I'm like it you. like it more but uh a little bit of nastiness a little bit of gore like i think the, like i think that. that killian murphy's really good in it he's great he is having a ball yeah. I like, richard mcadams is good, good. I like is good. Leads, yeah. yeah it's just you know you can't I mean, brian, brian a, cox a nice turns lady. up brian cox brian cox i'm an american what's for the sure. uh, yeah what's that um, i i had to actually look up where brian cox was from because i you almost always, Thailand. I almost always see him. He's th- he's from Thailand, <laughs> yeah, initially, he's Thai. originally, because uh, you almost, I always always see him in uh, movies doing that. That Brian, it's it's specifically the Brian Cox American accent, like yeah. that sounds like nowhere, mm-hmm. nobody in America anywhere talks like that except Brian Cox in movies. Yeah. Talk has that accent. He's Scottish, but I don't. I've, I mean, there's other Scottish ac- actors who do an American accent that don't sound like that. He doesn't tell enough people to fuck off in this. No, he doesn't tell anyone to fuck off. But have I, you watched? I, have you seen that show? You watch Succession? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh no, that's like his catchphrase on Succession. He's oh, always okay. telling people to fuck off. Oh, that's pretty cool. And when he when he gets <laughs> to use his actual accent too, it's not a particularly thick accent, so it's all kind of a muddle. Like he's, he's from yeah. some part of Scotland where they don't have like Mike Myers style Scottish right. accents or anything like that. So he's like, "This is my actual accent. I'm from Scotland." And you're like, eh, "I guess." It's it's just a thing I've no- I noticed watching this about Brian Cox is that I never hear him talk with whatever his real accent is. It's always just this sort of muddy American guy accent that is not how anybody here talks, but doesn't bother me necessarily. I don't know. Killian Murphy seems to, does a pretty good American accent in yeah. this, I'd say. Yeah, I like Killian Murphy. I like Killian Murphy. He's good. He's good at being like, you know, because he's, he's good for this because he's like supposed to be, you know, kind of charming at first and then like a bad guy. He's good at, you know, he's, yeah. he's good at switching switching over to also being like, I'm actually not uh, hitting on you. I'm, uh, I'm here to kill. My, my problem with this movie me. was that I, like it, it, the last 20 or 30 minutes just like it completely run, it ran, ran out of steam for me. Like once they get off the plane. Yeah. I was just like, ah, this is boring now. How do we get this guy out of the phone booth? Yeah, exactly. There is a rocket launcher, which is cool. The plan, I do, the I like plan that part. is dumb. Yeah, it's weird. The like bad they guys could, plan? Yeah, I mean, they didn't need to do any of this. All they had to do was put some bombs in that hotel room instead of <laughs> instead of kidnapping Rachel McAdams' dad so that she calls the hotel where she works to change the reservation of the presidential candidate yep. to be in the room on the corner by the water so they can get on a boat and shoot the room with a rocket launcher. That's it. That was... That was bad. Rachel they, McAdams, hotshot, twenty-something hotel manageress. They, they had to make sure. They, they had to make sure th- that 
they could get the guy in that room. That's why they had to. But they could have they could have blown up another room that he was already booked into. I mean, it's his favorite room. Right. He always goes there when he when he. They knew he was going to be in the room, so just do that. Yeah, and also like like but I get like that was the only one that they could get with the rocket launcher. Also, I'm saying the rocket launcher is the thing that's really screwing up your plan here. Yeah, yeah. Why does it have to be the rocket launcher? But something else, especially because when they do it, there's five guys on a boat and they they have a rocket launcher. Everybody sees this and then they it's like you're more likely to get caught this. Way, yeah, they have a rocket. Well, they, but they, 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 they like searched. I like it because they get searched already, right, by the Coast Guard, and then but then they have the rocket launchers like underwater and yeah, they pull they, it up they after they get searched. Up. So Fine. they've already been cleared. It's like, oh, those guys are just fishermen. So I like, so you know, they it, definitely don't. We checked the boat, no rocket launchers, not a one. We couldn't possibly missed one. <laughs> not one rocket. They launcher. didn't. They didn't miss one. It was just it was underwater. We did a cursory search. I like I like the plan because I think it, because it's silly in yeah. this case. I don't I, think I, I don't think it's it's not a dumb plan that make that like sinks the movie like other ones we've done. No, it's no. one it's one that is like when it ends with a rocket launcher, I'm like whatever, I'm on board for this plan. Yeah, this is a, it is it is stupid and it doesn't make sense. And like frankly, they could have just blown up the entire hotel. I mean, they're terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what the fuck do they care if they kill a whole bunch of people? Right. Like as long as they get the guy. Like what? Who, who? What do they care? They work really hard on the plan, though. I mean, Killian <laughs> Murphy's a, a real professional, and so he follows Rachel McAdams around for eight weeks. Right, <laughs> eight weeks learning yeah. everything about her. I dare say this is not necessary. <laughs> He's even doing this thing at the beginning for the sake of the movie, of course, because it's fun just to watch him go from being charming to bad guy in a split second, and it is. But there's no reason for him to like talk to her before the flight. Yeah. And like charm her or anything, mm-hmm. he could just like get on the flight next to her, as he's already done. He's already gotten himself and sitting next to her on the plane, fine. And then go, hey, by the way, we have your we have your dad and yeah. blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But he has to like charm her and like learn about her, and then he, like he really didn't need I'll to follow s- her I'll around for eight it's weeks. For, it's for the it's for the it's, it's for, for the, the movie. movie. It's for the movie. And, and I'm you know what I mean? Like I I I still I still think this kind of ran out of gas for me. I still liked it, but no matter what, it's better than flight plan. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Part of the reason is that it's brisk. Yeah, I mean, eighty-five I, minutes. I don't think it can, cause, and it doesn't like. Uh, it's not like an eighty-five minutes where you're like, wait, they lost, they missed a th- section, or right. like, you know, it's like too quick or something. You're like, no, that actually, that was. No, it takes. It doesn't. It doesn't wear out its welcome doing what it's doing. No, and it kind of just, and it ends with them being mean to rich people. So it, be, mm-hmm. it be, yeah, it, it, <laughs> which to is just which sort of <laughs> give you an idea of how how this movie just doesn't take itself very seriously. Is just the movie is aware of kind of how much of a toss off it is. Like it, it is. Um, Bookended by these like shitty customer, like a shitty customer comeuppance. So like at the beginning of it, Rachel McAdams uh, employee, I don't, I don't, some some lady who's kind of new to her job, or like there, assistant yeah. person, is calling her and going like these uh, these Karens are like harassing me about their <laughs> hotel room, and they're like we're a couple of upper middle class assholes, and we want to have uh, have it our way, and blah 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 blah, and you should be fired. And Rachel McAdams is like, all right, we'll give them whatever they want. The customer's always right, and you know. Yeah. Do do this and use my code or whatever, and then they're like, "Okay, well, thank you, but you're terrible at your job. Goodbye." And so that, and then, and then at the very end, they come back. Yeah, <laughs> this is after the, the, the last scene in and the this movie. Is after a rocket launcher has been, or like missiles been shot at the hotel, and <laughs> they're evacuating the hotel. They're like, "I don't like that a rocket launcher was shot at this hotel, and I want a, a discount on the buffet or whatever the fuck it is." And Rachel McAdams punches her in the fu- in the no. face. No, I really thought that would have been great if that happened. That would have been. Good but she though. just goes like, "Hey, you guys can suck my dick. <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> it's pretty amazing. 
It's pretty funny. She says something about you she's, can stick she's something like, up your ass. Well, she, she's like, uh, why don't you fill out a comment card? And they're like, a comment card? Goes, you Did she tell us to fill out a comment card? And then, she goes, and, you, and then you can shove it right up your ass. Shove it right yeah. up your ass. And that's the last and line of the movie, And it ends on that. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, comeuppance for those other characters. I like it. I like it just because, like, uh, I mean, it's totally true. These characters are totally set up as, like, <laughs> like the, but, but I do, you know, anytime movies are mean to, like, uh, rich, rich assholes. <laughs> yeah, because right I actually have been in line in like the airports and shit, where like you know I've seen people. I actually was at an airport in Texas, in Austin once, when there was like tornadoes and we couldn't get on. And I there was literally a dude in front of us holding up the line where we we're all trying to figure out what we we're gonna do. Going like, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah, he literally wow, said that. Really? Was, oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you know I've who I am? I've never actually witnessed anybody saying that. And before. and uh, we it was like we were just like we everybody else was like, "Yeah, we know you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you're a huge motherfucker." <laughs> we we figured that out. Uh, so you know, I so but but yeah, but it is uh. It is it is silly. <laughs> I guess it's Rachel McAdams learning to be more like assertive or yeah, something. I don't know. I, uh, I like I like I think both the leads are good, and I think the movie just kind of uh, moves. The middle section where they're on the plane is really good, where it's just sort of like a cat and mouse. Yeah, thing. that's the highlight. You know, like I think that that stuff is all really good, and they're you know I think they're both good in like the the fake out meet cute stuff too. You know, where it's like, is this a romantic comedy? <laughs> Right. Yeah, and, you know? and and it kind of and it really does sort of lead you down that path, which is why it's very like the most enjoyable part is like this kind of it's speak it's like it's not as hilarious uh, and stupid a tone change as the one in uh, in Eye for an Eye mm-hmm. that yeah. is like this is the way that it's supposed to be and it's supposed to be this like yeah it's supposed to be like a snap of the fingers and he's evil and it's fun instead of like yeah. the stupidest thing you've ever seen in your life, um, but yeah he is like the, the ultimate like charmer. And uh, and she's like, oh, I think there might be wedding bells. We got sparks <laughs> flying. And then he's like, By the way, I'm gonna kill your dad. And he's like, Oh no! Oh, no and yeah. his face even does a sort of like, I keep my uh, my face like this when I'm nice guy, and now it's the evil man guy face. It's really funny. <laughs> And he, and he is enjoying himself in in both parts of it. Yeah, and then it's I mean, there's not much to the movie really. <laughs> no, she keeps trying to like figure out ways to outsmart him or communicate and, with somebody. And, and you know, and, and it is like a trapped room thriller, mm-hmm. like like flight plan, but better. Where there, she's like, how do I get away from this guy on this plane? And also like trying to convince people that like this yeah. guy's a bad guy. The stuff on the ground with her dad, with Brian Cox, when there's like, a shady dude across the street. And Brian Cox doesn't know. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit repetitive, but it's not too much of it. I enjoyed yeah. the fact that uh, that they know everything about what her dad is doing. <laughs> yeah. Where they're going like, we know exactly what your dad's doing. He's going to be sitting in his barca lounger, drinking a you know, red stripe or whatever, and watching the comedy marathon. <laughs> And he is indeed, and then you're like the comedy marathon, like, like watching any more bad reruns. They don't, they don't go into any more detail than that. <laughs> and then he like shows Brian Cox sitting down in his chair, and he's, he's like, turns, he's like turns on the TV and is like, and now back to the comedy marathon. It's just some comedy. It's just comedy is happening. He's like, ah, ah, look at the comedy. No, it's actually Rip Taylor and like all these other comedians running a marathon. I love some comedy. Like throwing confetti at each other and stuff. Here comes Foster Brooks. I thought he was dead, but <laughs> Foster Brooks. Yeah, give him, Rip Taylor, Gilbert like Godfrey, instead of, Emo of, Phillips. Instead oh. of giving him like a cup of water when they're at towards the end of the marathon, they hit him with a f- f- face yeah. with a pie. Exactly. <laughs> Judy Tenuta's running with her accordion. accordion. It could happen. Ah, you <laughs> pigs. Get out of my way, you pigs. <laughs> Bob get gold throw. He's like, ah, tired. Carrot Top's got like a got different. He keeps putting on different shoes. Have you seen these rocket shoes? Have you heard of this marathon? What is it? <laughs> who, who runs are, a marathon? Who are these marathon? Who came runs? up with this marathon? 
All of these people are running. What's Where are they running from? What's Who's the, is somebody chasing them? I don't know. What's uh, Dennis Miller saying in this situation? In this marathon, <laughs> this marathon makes uh, this marathon makes marathons marathon look like a March of Dimes, babe. There you go. <laughs> makes marathon look like the fall of Trafalgar. Okay. Battle Boo. of Thermopylae. Boo. Makes my marathon look like Thermopylae. Okay. What is this? The Punic Wars? I was promised a marathon and I got. <laughs> Dana Carvey does it entirely as Paul McCartney. Salt the earth so no one else may live there. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Wait, was that him? I don't know. No. <laughs> mm, was that Dana Carvey's character? Sure. I don't know the comedy I mean. marathon bit. <laughs> <laughs> who won? And, uh, who do you think? Who do you think won the comedy marathon? Opera Man. <laughs> Cajun Man. Pure. It's no. Nope, you know who won the opera? You know who won the comedy marathon? You guessed it. Frank Stallone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Crack right. whore. Crack whore. That's right. <laughs> David, <laughs> Germans love David Hasselhoff. crack whore. Yeah. <laughs> Norm MacDonald jokes. Okay. Uh, well, I think we all, aged our, we all dated ourselves pretty well right sure, there. Sure, sure. Yeah, I didn't get the one at the end you guys were doing even, so it proves you're uh, old, like Norm, a year older than Norm me. used to do the, the thing where he's like, you know, you, he would like say a joke about Frank Stallone. Uh, okay. Go, yeah. You know who it was? You guessed it. Frank I guess Stallone. I just don't think Frank Stallone jokes are funny. Well, I mean, it was yeah. a bit. I know, I know, I know. Kevin's I know. Kevin's actually offended by Frank Stallone. Yeah, just a little bit. I am. I'm like, are you a little bit triggered over there? You a little triggered over there, Pop? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting about it right now. Yeah, go to your safe space. <laughs> are you triggered? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like our version of the uh, the, the impressions bus. Bit. The what? Oh no! Did we ever talk about that comedian uh, who did the uh, impressions? The impressions bus. What if you were on a bus? This it, is like an actual this, comedian. This little, this Somebody you guys joke. knew? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when we when Kevin and I would go to open mics years ago, and he would and he did this bit where he go, I think it'd be funny if there was a bus and there was a bunch of celebrities on it. <laughs> yeah, and that was the premise. And then he would just do his like six impressions. Uh, but, but one of the best one, right? The best one was he go. He'd go uh, oh yeah. Was it like Jack Nicholson kind of show? No, no, He's oh, like, well, oh, yeah, Jack yeah, Nicholson's yeah, driving yeah. the bus. Hey. But then he Drive go, the bus faster, man. Yeah. The best one was he'd go, uh, he'd go, <laughs> or how about, <laughs> how, how about, <laughs> Mick on, or how about Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones? <laughs> and he would say, he would always say from the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And that was the best part of the <laughs> joke, because it was like, well, no, would you, oh, oh sorry, I was thinking Mick he, Jagger from high school. When you'd see, people, when you'd see a talent, <laughs> you'd see everybody in the audience go, Mick Jagger, who, who? Oh, from the Rolling Stones, of course, <laughs> that one, yes, yes, yes. And then he would always do, and it, it, every time it would be, ah, oh, no, it's only rock and roll. And then he did the like the chicken, fifth, dance. The, the chicken dance and everything. It was like inadvertently the funniest bit Good of all stuff. time. Bacon, like you might find in a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. <laughs> and he really did like say the names, the the names of the people he did impressions of before he did them. And I think ideally, the idea, you don't have to do that if it's a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we don't do that. From nope. <laughs> you have always, to guess. Always my favorite thing. I, th- I think that that's the funniest joke ever is to say the famous person and then say what they're from. <laughs> and here we like go. You don't know Donald Trump from the president, from of, the the president of the United States. United States. <laughs> oh, that you're fired. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh boy, I was confused. Anyway. So long, uh, it's anyway, a long digression, eye. but you can understand why. There's not much to talk about in, in Red Eye. I mean, like, here's the thing. I think this is, is like, a good movie. Yeah. A sol- it's a solid thriller. It's kind of just like she's on the plane. She's he, She finds out this guy. They've got her dad. She is on a plane. She can't stop them from killing her dad. She's trying to figure out a way to not 
Get, do the it, thing. And also, she at first she's kind of like, uh, yeah, that's okay, okay, whatever. Kill this politician, I don't care. Until she finds, out, oh, they're gonna blow up his family too. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. You know, she also likes the politician. It's Jack Scalia. She does like him too. Yeah, it's Jack Scalia. She's so like, you shouldn't kill. She's talking to this like hitman assassin guy, and she's like, you shouldn't kill him. He's a decent man. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, whoa, I didn't know it was a decent man. I feel like Killian Murphy. He's, he's essentially like, well, I don't care. I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a mercenary. I, we got paid to do this, yeah. lady. He, he's presented as both evil, but then he's also kind of like. Hey man, this is just a job mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah. too. Like, you know, this is how I make my living, and everything's all fucked anyways. I, I think he's only evil like when she starts like attacking him at the end, and when like and he's only evil at the first part because like we saw him being a nice guy. Yeah, exactly. If he sh- showed up and was like, "Hi, I'm the bad guy," we would you'd be like, "Okay, he's just a <coughs> by the books bad guy." He gets like more angry later when she like shoves a pen in his throat. That, oh, part, that yeah. part's cool. There's a part where he headbutts her as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's like ratcheting up the evil. She goes, but into I think the bathroom. you're right though. It needed to be like more violent at the end where they were really cutting each other up and stuff. Yeah, you know? I just think something. I mean, some some sort of some sort of more brutality or something, something more nasty, just a little nastier yeah. here and there. Not not in like a not in a way that would like sink it or whatever. No, but it needs like the scene like uh, this is a weird this is a weird example, but it kind of like needs the scene in Planet Terror where she's trying to open the car and she breaks her hand, you know, shit like yeah. that, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. And like and like more more instances of people. People saying like "fuck" or "motherfucker" or yeah, something, right. you know, like even some yeah. more swears. It's just, it's just very evident that it's a PG thirteen. Yeah, they're thing. always saying like "oh duty," oh, and yeah, stuff like that. Oh, that is her trademark. Oh her darn! So oh, rats. Uh, oh rats! They're gonna kill my dad. Ah uh, is- shucks! I got a pen stuck in my throat. This is totally fudge pants. Uh, there's actually, uh, a poopy poop. It's a bit. It's a bit tame. Before we get to that stuff, there. I think. I think the most interesting part of the whole movie, and and Killian Murphy's character is uh, dancing around, oftentimes being a pretty interesting character. I mean, he's great in it, but like, not this, actually dancing. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, they have to sit down there. You know, they have to. There's yeah, a lot of turbulence. They have their seatbelts on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You sir. could kind of like dance with your arms in your seat, but no. Uh, I just like the idea of him dancing around. But there's a part when she like basically talks about like she has this scar on her chest. And you see it earlier on in the movie, and you're like, well, "What's the deal with that?" And then she kind of like explains what happens, and she she talks around it, but you get to the you get the idea that she got raped in a in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And when he's when he's telling when she's telling him this story, mm-hmm. he seems like he's sympathetic with her. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. He's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and like in, in not in a I think he's like, oh, this, sort this of way. She's like, "She's a survivor. Like she's tough. Yeah, he absolutely. It. He respects it." And, and that, but that's and that's why this whole scene is the best part because she has stolen a pen from some punk kid, some yeah. fucking rotten punk ass. There are there are like are they twins? They're, they're like twin brothers, and they're like, "Who stole my pen? No, you stole your pen. Hey, you go to sleep, dingus. I feel most sorry for the guy sitting next to them. Oh my god, oh, absolutely. <laughs> These punk. He kids. was also a terrorist too, so. <laughs> He was like, he he like, yeah, because he was gonna do a thing, and then the the other thing started happening. He's like, oh well, maybe I'll wait till my next time. I'm never gonna be able to set off the bomb with your dad's coffin that's in the hold. It was Sonny Bono. (laughs) (laughs) But that's but she but she like kind of tells this story, and and it's obviously she's uh, it's it's like really fucked with her and stuff. And then she goes, and that's when I told myself, and he's like kind of he's almost like choking up after hearing the story, and he goes that you would you know get past it no matter what, or you'd get over it, and then she goes no that I would never let it happen again. And then she sh- stabs yeah. him in the fucking neck with a pen yeah. and it's, bolts out. This is after the airplane yeah. has landed and she and like the she gets belt. off the plane. So like exactly when the seatbelt light turns off and yeah. so she like yeah. runs off the plane. And so Killian Murphy spends a lot. This is fun stuff. He spends a lot of time just running around with a pen sticking out of his neck being like, hey, stop it. 
It's like right in his, it's like right in his throat. Yeah, he and like so ties a scarf around. It's like his, right? there's Larry even Nicks. there's even a thing where you're kind of going like, eh, really? And then there's a there's a character that's on the plane that's basically a doctor that that's, that's only there to kind of go like, actually, that could work. You yeah. got he, you like, got lucky. Actually, she stabbed you right in the in the best spot. Yeah, he, he the doctor he says something like that, but it's almost like a char- like it's like and that's, that's the say, guy that he was a dick to at the beginning of the movie too. Yeah, that's right. But it's just someone that you could be like like just so that you can tell the audience like actually this could happen. Yeah, yeah. Which they don't need, but I thought was kind of a funny touch in a movie that like and this is part where she's like escaping and he's yeah, chasing yeah. after her yeah i think it needed more scenes in this where like he's trying to he's like chasing after her and he has to like talk to somebody and they're like whoa what do we need he's like he's like pointing at his <laughs> pointing at his neck and stuff <laughs> uh, he like steals jokes. A, he gets like a, a scarf and he like yeah basically like pulls the <laughs> pen out at some point and like yeah he just rips it off it. he's in the bathroom and someone's like i think i can help you and he just goes and he's yeah. like oh shit and this and is the part where he's kind of psychotic because now i think he's like he's uh, pissed off he's also like this she might fuck up the job the gig but also now he's like now she stabbed me in the throat i'm gonna kill her yeah i'm, oh, yeah. I'm mad now. he's fully mad he chases her all the way back to her house right and then there's a whole thing at the to, house she, she, she does she uses one she has like one phone call left because of Cell phone batteries, yeah, and uh, and she uses that to call the hotel and tell Jack's, you know, tell her her funny assistants to get Jack Scalia and his family out of the hotel, <laughs> which they do Jack's just in time. And uh, and <laughs> the, I did, I did the Russian mobsters shoot a missile at the hotel and it blows them up and everybody's fine. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. I thought I thought it was cool because I did not. Yeah. I I had if I had seen this before I didn't remember that it ended with a rocket launcher, <laughs> and so I thought it was really funny when it was just like oh this was your plan okay yeah which is, is which is why I think it's as as dumb as the plan and is as like stupid as it is when you think back on it you're like well but like come on if you're writing this movie and you're like you get to the part where like how are they gonna kill this guy they've got a rocket launcher yeah, and you're yeah. like oh, there you well, go well all right and Wes Craven like uh, directs this like real tightly yeah like I think he's you know he's like not he's no slouch so he but he's not. It's nothing like uh, amazing. There's no. It doesn't. It's not transcend or anything. But like you'd like, I feel like you get the guy who did Detox or <laughs> Eye for an Eye, and this movie's a mess. But you get someone like Wes Craven, and he's kind of. It I feels like he this. shows up and goes, "I know how to do this." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's easy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's not a great movie, but it does its job very, very well. Yeah, eighty-five minutes. It oh. does what it's supposed to. Yeah. Uh, she kills him. So, right? No, so, Brian Cox yeah. kills him. So, so she's, Brian Cox, so she's yeah, called yeah. the she called the hotel and and saved the family. And then she's like, "Okay, give me one more phone call, one more phone call, so I can get a hold of my dad and tell him to get out of there." And then the phone shuts down. And she's like, "Shit, now I got to drive home." So she drives all the way home, and and uh, Brian Cox is like, "Ah, I'm halfway through the comedy marathon. marathon. We're, at, we're at mile 12. Dangerfield 12 and just a half. just hit the pie break. <laughs> Evo Phillips died of a heart attack. <laughs> I tell you, Dangerfield's getting no respect for his uh, running his marathon performance. No here. regard either." He looks very tired. He's not. <laughs> He's built not for really this. running anymore either. <laughs> He's an old and uh, and corpulent man. There's uh, two Gallagher's. <laughs> both Gallagher's are there. <laughs> They're both racist. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the best bits we've ever come up with. <laughs> it's comedy, uh, and she's just and and this and this is when things get kind of haywire, but pretty fun too. Because for the rest of the movie, Killian Murphy has to be like, he's <laughs> like Gollum. Yeah, yeah. he's got. And so she's kind of like, uh, there's there's a pretty funny scene where she's like, yeah, all right, Dad, uh, this this sort of stuff's happening. I don't really have time to tell you everything, but uh, we got to get out of here. And he's like, okay, well, let me just grab something. And she <laughs> walks away, and you're like, no. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and of course, you know, she goes back downstairs, and he's, he's like, got a gone. Gun. Yeah, yeah. And it, there's this really funny, like, kind of whip pan to, to her, like, looking around, Dad, Dad, and whips over to Killian Murphy, and he goes, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, that's not dead. But I'm gonna fucking kill you now. I'm mad at you. 
<laughs> Stabbing me in the neck. Jeez. It's really pleasant. Kids, hello, kitties. I like I like hearing this. <laughs> hello, kitties. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> I guess you could say you won by a neck. <laughs> meanwhile, you uh, want to go neck somewhere. And meanwhile, in the background of the comedy marathon, the uh, marathon is actually running Ryakov Shmirnov. Because <laughs> that's what happens hey, in Russia. Hey, Soviet Russia marathon runs you. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but he's funny, no? <laughs> Come see me in Branson. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then there's just like the standard sort of like fighting in a house, uh, yeah. running around sort of thing. Except Killian Murphy's talking like that, and it's funny. Um, he's about to kill Rachel McAdams, and then Brian Cox goes, "Hey!" and he looks up and shoots him. That's right. That's what happened. Yeah, you know, this, but there's, this, a, there's a part earlier. Do we talk about how she crashes a car into the house? Yeah, she crashes a car right into the house she, like, and, and knocks another assassin. Like, yeah, because there's like another some assassin. guy who's going to kill her dad. All right, we're gonna go kill her dad then, because this is all going. Tits up, and then she like uh, drives the car over him and into her dad's nice, pretty nice yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. Interrupting gonna be, the comedy gonna, marathon. That's gonna cost a lot. To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> interrupting the comedy marathon. He was watching that. Hey, I'm watching that. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, this this whole scene because she's she's basically got the upper hand this whole time. Is at least when when it comes to him chasing her around because she keeps hurting him and injuring him as he's chasing her around. And it really reminded me of the end of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where Freddy really gets fucked up a lot and is yeah, like yeah. falling downstairs and be like, oh, no, bitch. Well, she sets stuff. up a bunch of traps and <laughs> when she pulls him out of the dream, she's like, it, he like gets all of her he traps. He gets home alone. Pre, pre-home alone. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it reminds me of Freddy Krueger getting home alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then Brian Cox kills him, and then uh, and then we get Rachel McAdams talking, like telling the rich people yeah, to shove the themselves, yeah, shove the something up their asses. Uh, roll credits. That's it. It's like that over. was eighty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah, over and done. Like, but, we're all we're we're done here, right? You got you guys get it. That's weird. Al, weird Al does the song at the end. It's a red eye. It's a parody of. Um, Oh, 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 don't start with the end and work backwards. You guys didn't help at all. Well, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know where you were going. I don't know anything about any music, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. You've never heard a song? Well, I don't know anyone's <laughs> off the top of my head that match with, with Red Eye. I don't, I don't know. I know. I, could, I thought I would be able to come up with one. We're going to have to uh, cut that. This really? is the, this is the, This is not good for the comedy marathon. But the riffing <laughs> on it is... <laughs> Yeah, there's a reason Kevin didn't get included in the comedy marathon yeah. right there. Yeah, I was too young. <laughs> in that, I wrote in all that, his jokes in 2000, anyway. In 2005, I was 10. No, I don't know. <laughs> you were 10? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this com- this comedy marathon, by the way, it, is on TV in 2005, but a lot of our- It was a rerun. A the, it was a rerun. Okay, it was a rerun of the comedy marathon. Yeah, it was on Comedy Central. So they didn't so have he, a lot of good he stuff He just couldn't remember then. who won the comedy marathon yeah. in 1987. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was part yeah. of the Just for Laughs comedy marathon. <laughs> Muscular dystrophy benefit. <laughs> Jerry Lewis won. Jerry Lewis always won. Glavin. Oh, Glavin. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Enough with the Glavin, Jerry. Come on. Uh, I don't know. Is there any good lines in this movie? No. No. Oh, Probably. there is. The, there is kind of like a running thing where. Um, I mean, again, he's just like way too much of him psychologizing her and knowing stuff about her and stuff when none of this shit was necessary for him to do. All they had to do was know that she had a dad somewhere and, like, and what his address was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's like, look, he's thorough. She's like trying to she's like trying to get through it without actually having to kill anybody or whatever. And he's like, now, listen, whatever female driven emotion based dilemma you're going through right mm-hmm. now, you have my sympathy. But I'm going to use male driven fact based logic. Yeah. So he's kind of like a, an incel uh, mega yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, and then uh, later, ahead of the game, and later she's like, she like gets a, she gets one up on him, and she's like, well, how's that for your fact based yeah. logic now? Where's your male driven? This it's not exactly the least clunky uh, one liner of all time. 
Where's your male-driven fact-based logic now, Jack? It's kind of a lot, but it's still pretty funny. It's a little mealy mouth. It's after she's like p- pushed him downstairs, and like, he was walking on micro machines, and he st- stepped on a nail and shit like that. She put that big spider on his face. <laughs> maybe he. Uh, maybe. Ah! He- <laughs> it's funny. He was gonna leave the sink on. <laughs> Maybe he like learned all that stuff about her because he was like, maybe after this I've got a we chance. We can go out. You know, I feel like, like that they almost are maybe, hinting that he might have a thing for her, he, but like, they don't quite go there. He's like, look, you know, after all this stuff with me kidnapping your dad and yada, 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 you know, I think that we make a pretty good couple, actually. <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm an international terrorist. It's a growth market. <laughs> I am a bad boy. You know, ladies like bad boys sometimes. Right, right. Hey, relationships have started with less. You got to admit. It's true. Unfortunately, he's dead at the end of the movie, so uh, we'll never get the sequel. Yeah, he gets capped. Red's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's wrong. No, no, I think it's right. No, that's right. <laughs> I'm I'm checking the math out, and it is great, and it, and it checks out. It's a movie about the eye of the dad from that '70s show. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, ratings. <laughs> Three Juds. A perfectly a perfectly serviceable movie built on sturdy craft and, and narrative economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. That's Happy to see it. Every every review of this movie basically says that. I think. Yep. Uh, no Douglases. No, not a one. There's there's isn't even a lot of harsh language. PG thirteen. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and uh, and I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten comedy marathon reruns. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wubba wubba wubba. Julie Brown. Julie Brown. She was the MC. <laughs> We're down here at the comedy marathon. Emo Phillips is pulling ahead. Barry Sobel's uh, coming up behind. Oh no! Here comes Mario Joyner. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Prince Senior is. Uh, oh no! Back from the dead. The less said about that, the better. <laughs> oh boy! Really run out of comedians from that time to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of one and I couldn't. I was just like, "What's that guy's name? Everybody loves Bill Hicks." Mario Joyner. Andrew Dice Clay's been banned from the marathon. No longer allowed in the marathon. <laughs> Um, Bill Hicks is just sitting it out. He thinks he's better than everybody else. Stephen Wright's just watching. <laughs> Stephen Wright's commentating. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> One-liner. Uh, our, our, our Stephen Wright impression needs work, maybe. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stephen Wright. Uh, imagine a bunch of celebrities on a bus. <laughs> Comedian Stephen Wright. Um, they asked me to run a marathon. I told him I didn't have any management experience. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> that'll fucking do. <laughs> Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it uh, three stars. Judds. Judds. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, you know how we talked uh, last uh, show about how um, like ident- we all gave Identity three and a half stars, and it's like you can't go any higher because it's not even intended to be any higher than that. Right. Like James Mangold himself would be like, you can't give it, you can't give this movie four. What are you doing? Like Red Eye is me- is like meant meant to be a three star movie. It's like yeah. made oh, yeah. to be adequate. Yeah. It's yeah. eight, I mean, 85 minutes, in, in and out, Yeah, perfectly fine. If only more of these movies were 85 minutes mm-hmm. and knew that. If only more of these movies were self-aware enough to be like, well, we know what we're supposed to do. Right, yeah. Just yeah, do the thing. There's no, there's no like a, there's no like a Beverly D'Angelo just there for no fucking reason, <laughs> eating up, eating up minutes. She's uh, just there for the craft services. <laughs> yeah, it seems like because in all her scenes she's eating. <laughs> uh, like it was a lean month for her. It's like when uh, Eric Roberts was in Just Cause. You remember that? And he's just like oh, there. Shit. Yeah. Like he called the director and was like, "You got any craft services? Like, I mean, I'll be in the movie for a day if I need, if I have to, but I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in weeks. Eric Roberts got to eat." <laughs> 
Um, zero Douglases, yeah. nothing like that. And that maybe th- there could have been more stuff like that if this had been an R-rated movie. Sure. That's, uh, that's why I think it could have been like a little, little sleazier, little sleazier, little titty. That would have been yeah, a little, <laughs> a little yeah, a little, you know, give Instead us a little of something. Man. Brian Cox would have been watching not, not the comedy marathon, yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> watching Skinamax movies. We know what your dad's doing. Oh, he's Shannon, cracked a red, he, he loves Shannon Tweed. He cracked a red stripe and he's watching the fuck marathon. He's watching the fuck marathon. <laughs> God damn it! It's so fucking it's, hot. It's still the same comedians though. It's still Rip Taylor. <laughs> Rip Taylor's <laughs> pile driving Julie to. No, that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. confetti all over her accordion. In Elaine Boozler. Soviet uh, Russia, marathon, marathon, marathon fucks you. <laughs> Rita Rudner and Elaine Boozler, 69 and right now. It's great. <laughs> I'm coming up with some other names here. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I can't fucking remember a single goddamn comedian's name right now. You don't now. even want to know what Carol Leifer's got in her right now. <laughs> all right. That one guy. <laughs> Shit. The guy who did Sinatra on Saturday Night Live and then was buff. Howie Mandel is much, being much dirtier yeah. than we thought. There we go. Much yeah. dirtier than we expected. Yeah. Uh. And uh, Michael Winslow is over there. Just <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. I didn't know that that's what that sounded like. Game over. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine it on this bus. Michael Winslow. <laughs> I feel like we lost the thread here somewhere. The important thing is we're enjoying it. <laughs> Having a good record that some of our listeners love our impressions, so. Yeah, somebody said and that. that's got to be the number one. <laughs> our, my, our, Michael our, our, friend, our friend Seth Goodkind sent me a message. He said, your impressions are hilarious. Oh, and he's right. So, he didn't say good. I don't know. He said, yeah, he said funny, which is <laughs> more important than good. I agree. <laughs> I'm not a technician. <laughs> Not a craftsman. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in it for the last. I'm a psychiatrist. Man. I don't do impressions. <laughs> uh, where am, where am I? I, did, I did I finish? Did no, I? You, you got to do, do, do a thing. You got to do your last one. Uh, 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 ten out of ten <laughs> underwater rocket launchers. I guess. All right. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three three Jeds totally is just <laughs> meant to be that. Yeah. Three Jeds zero zero Duggies. No, mm. not one. Not a one. Not fuck a Doug ma- to be seen. Not a one fuck marathon to be seen in this. It's too bad. Could use more fuck marathons, or at least a scene where Brian Cox is like jerking off or something. Can we have at least one scene <laughs> in Red Eye where Brian Cox <laughs> is jerking off? But just so he's, he's like, we know exactly what your dad's doing right now. He's cracked a red stripe. He's going. He's he's, he's rubbing one he's, out. He's rubbing one out. He's crying now. He's rubbing one out again <laughs> oh, wow. immediately, which is superhuman. This is. It was very weird, but this anyway, guy's refractory I mean, period is and she, insane. And, she, and then she goes like, "Yeah, that, that's my dad. That's my dad. That's my dad. All him. right, you got him dead to rights. That's my dad. Brian could be no one else. My dad, Brian Cox, always jerking off just twice in a row. Um, and uh, I don't know, t- ten of ten of ten pens, pens in the throat. Oh yeah, mm, throat pens. Good stuff. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's four eyes. Everybody, we have, we have landed. The, four the eyes. red eye has yep. landed. Slash comedy marathon. <laughs> What are we doing next time? Uh, next time, we're going to do some evil kids. Yeah. We're going to do the ever-popular The Good Son. Yeah. But we're also That's the main do, reason we're doing it. Yeah. That's the hook, but the other two, the are, other two I'm excited about. I haven't even seen are, them. Are much lesser known. 1994's The Paper Boy, and I forget what year this is from, but it's called Mikey, and mm. I saw this recently, and I promise you, your guys. From like the 80s? No, it's still from the early 90s. Okay. With Brian Bonsall. Brian Bonsall is a killer kid. That's right. I the promise Brian you, boys, you are going to love that movie. Wow. 
All right. Well, I'm excited about it, that. It is it is the best killer kid movie I've ever seen. Wow. What? It's a bold statement. Yeah. That's a promise I'm going to have. It's really good. I'm going to have to. Uh, it's really fun. That little fucker is he's he's bad news. Oh, that little is that the tagline? <laughs> should be <laughs> that little fucker dot dot dot. He's bad news. Um, <laughs> that should be the tagline for the paper boy. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might actually be. That might actually be something. He's got he's bad news. I mean, it might actually be there. Yeah, okay. uh, and I've never seen the paper boy, so I'm very cute. I, like we nice. were thinking about doing Orphan, which would be which is which is great, and it would be an excellent choice. But I wanted to dig up one that I'd never seen. No, I think this is better. I, I I enjoy when it's some stuff I I haven't even heard of. Yeah. Plus, I get to watch The Good Son again, which will be fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't fuck with us. <laughs> I believe that's from the director of Sleeping with the Enemy. Wow. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, John? Uh, Joseph Rubin. Oh, shit. Okay. Sure. Uh, and uh, what you else is coming up? You could have said any name there. I, I believe you. It might actually not be it. I was like, Tim, yeah, he, he must be right. Tim Robbins. It's Smams Hermans. Smams Hermanson. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Wall, wall, All right, wall Tableton. <laughs> Microphoneman. Dr. Pepper. Uh, <laughs> iPhone McApp. <laughs> Are we, do, we, uh, do we need people to sign up for that Patreon? Always. Yes. We're, we we're so do. we're so very close, we, and I don't know. By this time this comes out, maybe, uh, maybe we'll be there because we might be there because we're recording these way ahead of time. God, I hope yeah. we're so. pretty far ahead. Next Patreons are going to be what? Uh, the next well, Patreon. Uh, by, oh, yeah. by the time this comes out, this comes. You will have heard. Uh, you will have heard the Abyss. Yeah. And Dick Tracy. Yeah, Dick yeah. Tracy came out, and then yeah. and maybe also, well, then we're going to talk about Dick uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is coming. And Forrest Gump and Moonraker and Moonraker, which we'll probably also use to talk about another James, James Bond, Bond in general. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. We might general. talk about James Bond movies while we're talking about Forrest Gump too. You never know with us. Yeah, we fucking mix it up, man. Yeah, we just get off topic hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if the movie's Red Eye and there's just like five things to talk about. One movie that we all liked and that are like, I don't know, what are you talking? It's so yeah, this is a good movie. What else do we have to say about it? That's, That's all. It. That's it. I appreciate it being 85 minutes, but it doesn't leave us much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, All right, that's it. Thank Until you. Next Thanks time. everyone for Rate listening. Rate us on iTunes. Yes, and review please. us and buy some merch. Buy or merch. Something Share or us around. Tell your tell your friends. Tell your friends and family. Everybody be safe. And until uh, next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. Bye.